Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident Game Master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. That's what we do! Yes. Dungeons and Dragons! Yes. Dungeons and Dragons? It, you will find out, Liam. Um, he who ran it earlier for his daughter. Um, congratulations on them making it through uh, the, bone the Bone Grinder, yeah. Kids, uh, some, of my, some of my kids, my daughter had some of the pie. Yeah. Yep. You were going to tell them what it was made of, and then you did. It wasn't, but I did. You let them live? <laughs> yes. Well, well, how much of them lived? It's Barovia, to be fair. Um, anyway, welcome. Uh, before we hop into tonight's game, we have some announcements to get through. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, I believe if Sam is ready, it looks like he's stretching himself. We have our fantastic sponsor for the campaign, too. Since day one, our friends at D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond, everybody. There's such great sponsors. They've been putting up with my shenanigans for so long. So tonight, I thought I would just do a simple, normal ad read for them, just singing their praises of the service, of the company, of how they're making D&D fun and easy again. So uh, I just wrote a little, quick little, I left it at home on my printer. Oh no. But it's okay, it's okay, no problem. I'm like, a, I'm essentially like an improv god, right? So I'll just, <laughs> I'll just. Uh, <laughs> I'll make something up <laughs> on the fly. Uh, I'll just go from the heart. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, I like D and D Beyond. Uh, uh, um. Ugh, damn it, Sam! You're blowing it. Come on, come up with something, anything. Uh, because it works on PCs and Macintosh, uh, and and that's very important because. What? That's the best you got? Macintosh? What is this, 1997? Say something that helps them sell subscriptions. Uh, and their logo uh, is um, neat. Their um, logo is neat? <laughs> Were you kicked in the head by a donkey? Okay, forget the product. Just be funny. Tell a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a priest and a rabbi uh, walk oh, into a strip oh. club no, and- No, 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 no. Are you trying to offend people? Look, just sing a song. At least Laura will pretend to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get, get, get you drunk. Get you love drunk on my humps. My humps, my humps. Stop right That's now. Okay. Uh, you are an idiot. Ugh. 
Why did I make a satanic deal with you? Your everlasting soul isn't worth this bullshit. I, Mephistopheles, hereby release you from our pact. Go on, live your life without my constant help and sense of humor. Sam Regal, I, Satan, am done with you. Oh. <laughs> wow, guys, I suddenly feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like that was a great D and D Beyond ad and scene. Wow, <laughs> that really zigged when I thought I was going to zag. Yeah, yeah, that was so good. I will say, unfortunately, without Satan at your back, I don't think you're allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons yeah. anymore. It's kind of a requirement if you, like if you don't know. <laughs> The table's not a free ticket, man. Yeah, if the 80s taught us anything. Hey, that's, that's, true. True. that's true. Thank <laughs> you, Sam. <laughs> and thank you, our friends at D&D Beyond. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so a few other things to mention. Uh, we put up a video on Wednesday announcing one of our first upcoming series here on Critical Role's channel, uh, entitled Handbooker Helper. We're discussing how how excitedly the people uh, as in Hamburger Helpers marketing team are like, why are this the sudden uptick in interest in our brand? They're flying off the shelves. So if you want to, so, so, so if you guys want to sponsor Hamburger Helper, let us know. But yeah, so anyway, uh, it's it's going to be a, a short form uh, series, bite-sized video snippets. Introducing people who have either never played Dungeons and Dragons or want a bit of a, a refresher course on the fifth edition rules from the handbook, uh, but in very, very easy to understand uh, presentary fashion. Bite sized uh, segments. Yes. Five uh, minutes or less. I can't tell you, you how many people we've been like, you want to play D&D? And we show them the book and they go, <sighs> <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully this will help you know alleviate for some folk that that uh, issue, and get some more folks that you've wanted to get on board with the game to play with you in your campaign. Uh, a little bit of a, a softer introduction to the to the game. So I uh, look forward to that. Uh, it launches on August 29th, right around the corner. It's gonna be our first episode. So look for information uh, on critroll.com. Rasha, do you have anything else you wanted to? Yeah, uh, YouTube and on you Wednesdays on our Critroll YouTube. Hell yeah! Yeah, next Wednesday. What is the Critical Role YouTube channel? Called Critical Role or Crit Roll? YouTube.com slash Critical Role. Okay, good I to know. Good to know. But if you're confused, all that information is on CritRoll.com. Crit um, if anyone owns CriticalRoll.com, <laughs> yeah. message us back. Please. Please. <laughs> Weirdly, We've been the hamburger trying. helper organization. <laughs> <laughs> big, big helper. The fucking yeah. glove. The yeah. glove's like. Yeah. <laughs> We've been really trying to talk to the glove. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Also, uh, for those guys who, who didn't know this, tomorrow uh, our production team here at uh, Critical Role and uh, are going to be answering fantastic uh, questions from the community about the whole production with this crazy zany bunch of people. Uh, it'll be tomorrow on the subreddit, the Critical Role subreddit, at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, they'll be on there live answering questions, discussing all the chaos behind the scenes you guys have wanted to know about. Um, and this was, uh, if you don't recall, a special incentive that was unlocked from our fantastic 826LA charity stream that we ran a few months back. So thank you for supporting 826, making it a fantastic charity push, and we're happy to bring you this next leg of that reward journey back to you. So check it out. Um, as a reminder, next week on Thursday uh, will not be an in-canon episode, as me, Marisha, and Towson will be off uh, in a dusty place. But um, that doesn't mean there's not going to be a game, actually. We're going to have a one-shot next week run by our fantastic Liam O'Brien. Oh, hey. um, 
Um, Liam, if you want to talk a little bit about, about what and who. Yes, sure. I, too, am dying for the Laura Bailey one-shot, but she is a baby or something, so we're going to wait a little bit longer, but it's coming. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I'll tell you who's playing. We have Lala, Sam, and Travis will be uh, part of the game, and we're bringing in friends TJ Storm. Yay! Yay! And Erica Luttrell, both yeah. great actors, fun, uh, fun to play with. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say, uh, that it will be focusing heavily on motherfucking werewolves. So, late happy birthday present to Travis Willing. Uh, so excited! I'm glad we finally got TJ on too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, TJ. If you guys don't know TJ Storm, look up his stuff. He's he's a phenomenal actor, but a great like physical. Uh, performance capture and motion capture actor. I've worked with him on many video games. A lot of us have, and he's he's phenomenal. But he's also the kind of guy who I had no idea was a huge D and D nerd until we got in an offhand conversation years ago. He's like this like tall, muscular, like long treads black dude who's just like Karate Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's like yeah, he is incredible. Yeah, and has been dungeon mastering for twenty plus years. I think like he's been he's hard. We've played a number of games together, and he's awesome. So excited to have him on the show. I met him years ago in Japan. Doing uh, mocap and on all our breaks, he was just playing Civ, Civ on his PC, yep. and telling me all about D and D. This predates <laughs> all our D. Yeah, yeah. So he, he is uh, DPB, Dick in the Peanut Butter. All right then. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you, TJ. That was smooth. I don't know. <laughs> Better than chunky butter. That was well. There you go. Can we use that all the time, please? Dick in the Peanut Butter. <laughs> Great, that's what I'm going to hear that at home all the time. Oh my god! Congratulations. Oh, who's DPB? Oh, 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 oh god, okay. No dick and no peanut butter. We've already lost control, we haven't even started the game. Um, all right, uh, last but not least, when we get into the break, we'll be having our one giveaway. Um, the giveaway, giveaway, giveaway okay. will be requiring you to come over into the Critical Role chat room, uh, twitch.tv slash Critical Role. But we'll give you up to see when all that's happening. I think that's it, unless we have anything else to mention. Uh, oh, go to the oh, store, well, check yeah, out yeah. shop.critrole.com. Did I get, the, did I get it right? You got. Well, there's T-shirts and there's a bumper sticker that says something about the traveler, and you know we all love that. Retro T, Critter Cab, Mighty Ninety, Box Fox. Yeah. We think know what there is, and some pins. Check it out. Maybe there's pins. Maybe there's not. You are. Maybe you should go check it out and find out. This is the worst miss. Could be anything. It's the worst ARG element of our whole. Show's campaign. Oh, okay. uh, go find out. Anyway, be a surprise if there is. Tell us. That being said. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring us into tonight's episode of Critical Role.
and welcome back. <laughs> so, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, having completed their journey north and their two jobs for the gentlemen, return uh, with a new friend, a new companion, and the memory of an old. You've spent two weeks in Zadash, utilizing your downtime, uh, some to a very successful level, some in a nearly terribly not successful level, but managing to skirt by. Um, but you've taken your time, decided on a new path, a new adventure ahead of you, loaded up your things, and currently with your cart, horses, and selves together, you begin making your way towards the southern area of Zadash and out towards the roads ahead. So this is your very last chance if there's anything you need to do in the city, or forever hold your peace. I need to pee. <laughs> well, constitution check. We want to the, the, the adult bookstore one more time? One more time? Just kidding. 21. Mm. 21. No, that's it. You can hold it for three more days. Okay. <laughs> 20. Um, <clears throat> You're just going to make a sloshing sound when you walk. Oh, God. Caleb has to find new garage sales to dive through. I'm all for that. As you guys reach the southern gates, to the exterior of Zadash, with the creaking of chains and the heavy <laughs> as the large wood barriers slowly drift open to allow you and a few other carts outward onto the main road. You glance out onto the southern hills below you in the Marrow Valley, and you can see the faint dusting of distant snow that has begun to melt in the recent warmer days that have come. Uh, the roads themselves are slick and heavy with mud from the snow and rainfall that has managed to still seep in. You can hear the hooves kind of making their way through the mud as you push past the barrier. Now, last time you were here, you recall seeing the large numbers of uh, military that had gathered, of the Righteous Brand, um, of which there are very few left. It looks like most have gone eastward and found their way towards the skirmishes you continue to hear about on the borders of Jorhas and the Ashgard Keep, or the garrison. Uh, the gates close behind you, and you begin making your way now, free again, in the Marrow Valley, southward, towards your destination of the Menagerie Coast. So first off, who is going to be guiding this first leg of the path? It is three days of travel to Allfield along the road, so who's going to be keeping an eye out? All right, we have Caleb for that. Anybody helping Caleb? Yeah, I'll help, good, if you got it. All right. All righty. Since we've traveled this once before. <laughs> Did you want to join? Did you want to no, do it? Fine. Let me ladies first. No, okay. Uh, and because I'd, I'd glossed over this last session. So, Caleb, as you sit there, kind of holding the reins to the horses in front, and you're focusing ahead, your mind slips back into contemplative thought, recalling the time you had spent focusing on the dodecahedron. Um, remembering when you had spent a bit of time over this two-week break studying and trying your best to understand the nature of its enchantment or history. And it's, it's, it's a strange device to behold, for sure. It's, it both seems refined and primal. Uh, you have no idea the source or the uh, length of time that it's existed or you know what its true purpose is. Um, but focusing onto it, once again, allowing, allowing your consciousness to slip gently towards wherever this object draws it in, it feels like you're looking into infinite space, both within and beyond this small uh, geometric shape. You 
take a moment to focus. You, you, you can sense and see light and cloud and uh, matter and vacuum, this, this kind of expanse of everything and nothing between these long stretches. And you feel like there's an absence around you, but the more time you spend, the more you adjust to the space, the more your vision clarifies, the more the darkness is not pure darkness, but a weave of millions of tiny threads, all moving, faintly traveling in different directions, tugged by some unseen force independently. And you watch one thread, you pick one in focus, and you can see it pulling along, and it brightens and brightens and brightens until it reaches in that tiny little infinitesimal push. It's a burst of light and it changes direction. And you see in that space where that burst of light had happened, you see seven other shadow threads begin to emerge from that point that then fade away to nothing, the thread having now curved and taken a different path, a choice, a decision made, and a different destiny for whatever that strange thread is following. And pulling back, you can now see the thousands, tens of thousands, millions of these that all wander in their own independent, solitary directions, some crossing, some parallel, some alone. You wonder what all this means and what this has to do with the essence of this device, the powers that it seems to impart, and what it is that the Kryn dynasty has designs for. You kind of come back into your moment on the cart as you're rocking back and forth down the pathway, hearing the hooves on the muddy, now getting drier portions of the roadway. And you kind of glance around at your friends and shake your head for a moment and focus once more on the road before you. <laughs> Mr. Kalen. That's uh, an old joke. <laughs> what, what, what you playing with over there? You seem really intent on whatever it was. Oh, uh, I'm thinking back on it now. Yeah. Oh, uh, <coughs> I asked Jester to show you uh, the thingy in her bag. Uh, it's. Uh. I ignore that. <laughs> it's too late. I'm already ready for it. All right. Uh, Something we picked up the first time we came through, Sadash. Gotcha. Yeah, Miss Jester? Yes? Uh, apparently, you picked something up in Zadash. I'm supposed to see the thingy in your bag. Which thingy? I don't know. Caleb is being very shifty. There's some about really it. questionable thingies in here, but you can see them I'd if like you want. I'd like to see want. any questionable thing you may have. Okay, well, there's that. What is that? You don't want to know. Is that even natural? Well, and then there's that wow. thingy. Caleb doesn't know about it, but he will later. <laughs> and then, oh, were you talking about this? It's this box? What is this? Okay, <laughs> we'll inside of it. It's gone critical. Just open it up and just let your mind go and see what you think. I'm going to meditate into the box. Okay. You focus and you're, you're familiar. <laughs> Roll a third character. 
Um, <laughs> you, you have spent a large portion of your life in various states of meditation. The kind of gravitational pull of whatever essence of this object is is something you're familiar with and comfortable letting take over. And with that, your consciousness slips seemingly beyond your physical form and into whatever dark space it seems to have drawn you towards. In this space, you begin to very quickly pick up on details similar to what Caleb had taken so long to focus on, uh, and independently, you you begin to pick up the themes and the ideas of what all these strange threads, these... Is this place making me feel a little uncomfortable? Um, no. It's... It feels in a weird way like you're... <laughs> no, it's good, it's good. Leave it's good, it's good. I'm turning it down. Um, Patrons everywhere. Shh. We're role-playing, Marisha. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't feel unnatural. It feels... It feels like a view behind the curtain. Okay is the best way I can describe it. But it doesn't bother you. It's a little cold and a little alien, but it doesn't feel unnatural. All right. And as you pull back, you feel something comes back with you. And as you kind of, your consciousness refocuses, there's a slight shred of kind of uh, milky gray energy that withdraws itself and then with a warm impact, it disappears into your chest. Oh. I think I have a passenger, and that's interesting. Did you see the little ball, the little gray ball? I did. Wasn't it weird? It was. Is he inside of you now? He is. It is. <laughs> oh, you think it's an it, not a he? I'm trying to, you know, not make assumptions. <laughs> Hurry up and stuff that thing back in a bag. Oh, that's oh. right. People are looking for it. Good to know. I'll keep uh, mum's the word. Huh. Yeah, it's nice, right? It's like a little post-coital feeling, kind of. I wouldn't know, but... Uh, Has everybody uh, um, focused on that thing now? I have. I have. I have. Have you? I should do that at some point. Oh. You probably (laughs) experience this. It's interesting. You're not allowed to. Oh. You know. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Mm, I just want to look. You can't look at it, though, today. Why not? Because he already has it. Tomorrow. You have so many balls inside of you already. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Really. Yeah, balls deep. There's lots of them. Leaving it alone. Leaving it alone. <laughs> I know. It's so close. <laughs> Razor's edge. Caleb would like you to roll a perception check with an advantage with reduces oh, eight. Thank you for bringing it back to the material yes. plane. Welcome back in. Uh, that is pretty good. That's an 18. 18? Okay. As you progress for the first couple of days heading south along the road, camping without issue, uh, at the beginning of the third day, when you've begun taking your camp and reassembling it, making your way back to the road, 
point of order, there's also a, 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 a hut now as part of the nightly routine. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is still visible, but impenetrable. Mm -hmm. And there has not been an issue. Mm. Um, you do wake up and notice that there have maybe been a few tracks that made their way towards your camp. Uh, appear to be hoof-based in nature, but had wandered and circled around and made their way beyond your location. Probably just something natural in the vicinity that was curious about what the strange dome was in the space where you had made camp. Mm -hmm. um, but you gather your things, you make your way onto your cart, and within the better part of the next a third day's travel, right as the sun begins to set, you can see ahead what looks to be the small tree line that surrounds the now glowing windows of the town of Allfield. This is where Bryce lives, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. We should check in with Bryce. Is it looking, as we are uh, near it, is it looking a, a little more put back together? As you begin to go closer, you can see, uh, while there's still light in the uh, the sky, you can see that there are a number of, uh, of building structures that have been reframed, and it looks like there is both a volunteer effort as well as a number of uh, hired masons and volunteers that are in the process of rebuilding a lot that had been damaged or burned down when the Knolls had originally assaulted it your last time you were here. Um, by the time you reach the actual streets, I mean, making your way along the one central thoroughfare that cuts across the center of town, uh, you can see some of the folks who are finishing up their daily work as they're losing light. Some light up torches and continue to work and toil into the early hours of the evening. Others begin to close up, taking their ladders down, finishing for the day's work and make their way to the local tavern or homestead to make food and, and bed down for the evening. Um, but as you pass by, a few folks do kind of notice your presence, look over at the cart, and recognize you and just kind of wave in your direction. How do They just kind of wave, and they seem almost uh, nervous, excited, but both not quite sure how to act in your presence. You see uh, one uh, familiar halfling who had previously lost his entire inn oh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> glances over in your direction. Candle glow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take her. It's right there, right there, right there. Yeah. Kind of points to Gryffindor. So runs up and you, you can see there's a lot of, uh, uh, looks like, uh, dust and, and bits of, of wood splinters kind of on the shoulders and edges of the sleeves as the halfling runs up and glances over and goes, uh, why, I wasn't expecting to see y'all return. Uh, well, I just, um, where things are going along well, we're, we're doing what we can. How, how, how much have you built back already? Well, we've got the basis of the bottom floor uh, mostly restored structurally. We're going to try and fill in the walls, and then, then we'll head on to the second floor there. I surmise we probably have another four months or so before we're up in operation, but... Um, not bad, though, really. Really good progress, yeah. Well, I, I, I can lend that to most of these fine folks who've been so gracious in helping. And it kind of points to a few other people who have either left or in the process of packaging up their tools and materials as well, and they kind of just acknowledge and glance over. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, well, if, I wish I could give you a room to stay in. I'd, I'd do it free of charge, but. We don't need it. We have this like magical dome that we sleep in now. It's really cool. Wow, that's, well. You should rent some of those out. I bet people will really like it. Magic domes. Get, get right on it. Shift pods. Mm. <laughs> Wasn't going to say it. 
Well, anyway, I, I don't want to take any more of your time. I just one saw you coming through, wanted to say thank you. Hey, Thaddeus. Yeah? Is Bryson? That they uh, should be. I, I haven't seen them around uh, very recently, but if you're going to find them somewhere in here, they're probably. Uh, broad barn? Probably the broad barn. Or. Um, if you do what you need. Actually, Bryce would be. Candleglow? No. no, no, no. Candleglow is, is, was the inn that he's currently There's the Feed and Meat Tavern. There's Broad Barn. There's, broad barn. there's Crate and Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, uh, Bryce would probably be over at the uh, the Salton Trench. The jail. Yeah, that's where they they've been keeping their attention as of late. Jeez. Could you take notes? Sure. I'm so I proud. Know. No one else on the side of the table is going to take any. No, they have. I have. They're just, just mostly all over the place. Mostly just so that's important too. It's memory lane. I see a big head of something shaped there like a bowling a ball. And this one looks like a poo in a in a bathtub. It is. It's just. It's just. It's just. But that was Caleb, I think. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember that. Good times. I'm finding a bunch of old. It's a very good bathtub. Jokes. Stuff. <clears throat> Appreciate that. This isn't where we left. No, this is not where we left. Red. No. Mm. no. Okay. Never mind. Let's make our way over there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh-huh. So heading over to the eastern side of town, you start uh, finding the edge of the forest where the uh, the street of Allfield comes to an end, and the uh, furthest building towards the forest. Uh, you've passed it before, but not spent much time in its proximity. Is a uh, a dark gray stone building uh, with uh, like kind of dark. Weathered wood frame set around it, torches set exterior, and it has the simple sign that says the uh, uh, Salt Trench Jail. There is one crown's guard who's kind of leaning against the wall. Looks like they're not asleep, but definitely not in full energy per se. Long piece of uh, some sort of a, a wheat just dangling out of their mouth. They're just kind of chewing. How can I help you? Hey, we're here to see Bryce. Let me go see if they're available. I'll be right back. <clears throat> Remember us? Maybe he's new. Yeah, he could be like, you know, reinforcements. To be fair, killed a whole bunch of gnomes for them. To be fair, I don't remember him. Hey, Caduceus, you should probably be aware we fought off a bunch of gnomes when we were making our way up through here. We cut off their ears and sold them for money. What kind of gnomes you ask? (laughs) Regular. Uh, (laughs) Make a make a nature check. (laughs) Um. Eleven. Eleven. Oh yeah, you've heard of gnolls. You've never seen one. You've never encountered one. But uh, cool. as far as your knowledge goes, they're just nasty big dog people. Yeah. Sometimes they aren't regular though. Sometimes they're undead ones. Irregular gnolls. Yeah. <laughs> but we fought both. Irregular ones. Harder to, harder to fit in Depends what we want to do. Right? Take. Uh, at this point, the guard comes back, kind of pokes the doorway. Um, uh, may I ask who's uh, who's asking? Yeah, the Mighty Nine has come what, what calling. Were we called that back then? I don't then? know. I don't remember. Actually, that's where you coined the name. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm. Yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, all right, let me go check. And heads back in. About a moment passes, and you hear some footsteps coming, and there you see coming through the doorway uh, Bryce, helmet off. They're still wearing their armor. They look a bit uh, overworked, you know, maybe not getting enough sleep, a little bit of a, a dark. Circles under the eyes, but other than that, healthy. Uh, their you know, blonde shoulder-length hair, uh, kind of like a soft curl to it, is pulled up in the back and looks to be tied just to keep out of the way. Uh, as they come through the the door frame, a smile on their face. 
I, I wasn't expecting company, let alone such um, welcome. Nabbant. It's good to see you. Well, what are you doing here? Are you working here now? I've, I've working wherever it's necessary. I've, I keep watch on here. I oh. help the Starosta maintain general matters here with the Crown's Guard, but station wherever it's necessary. We're a bit light on uh, manpower, given the bulk of it that's required now to the eastern side of the Empire. Ooh, so if we're going to commit a crime, now would be a good time, huh? Jester. In theory, which is why I'm not sleeping as well, but it's good oh. to see you, Jester. You too. How has it been? Busy? Peaceful? I know it's just here at home. None. Uh, thankfully, uh, we took them down last week, but uh, it was decided that taking, recovering some of these gnolls that you had slaughtered and, as garish as it was, placing their heads as a warning on the outskirts of town prevented, uh, for a while, any sort of incursions. It seemed to be a decent deterrent. However, the smell got a bit intense for the farmers, and we decided to dispose of them. Um, but uh, everything seems fine. We're far enough away from all that chaos to the east, and has everything been with you? Last I saw you were heading to Sadash. I, I just, and I apologize, it took a little bit with the chaos here, but I just sent a report up to uh, the Lawmaster up there. Uh, Orentha should know of your deeds soon, so. Oh. oh. Cool. Uh, thank you yeah. for that, that's Thanks. very kind. Yeah. Did you just call us the Mighty Nine, or did you describe what we looked like? I, I gave a brief description. Uh, I'm new. Right. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Caduceus. Uh, Caduceus Clay. Pleasure. You're a lot shorter than the last one they. Bryce. Bryce Stephen. Introduced me to. That's all right. Pleasure to meet you. You are uh, you are very tall and uh, strange. Yeah, I've noticed sure. everybody else is very short. It's fascinating. <laughs> well, but welcome to Allfield. Any any friends of these or friends of ours? <clears throat> Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Of course. Um, well, uh, are you passing through? You've come to stay for a bit. Passing through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe stay for the night before moving on. Well, of course, of course. I, I, I need not worry about finding lodging. Uh, we can have that arranged. Oh wow! We've Thank had it before. You. We can do it again. Um, well, I have just a little bit more business to attend to, and then I'll uh, be off my shifts, and perhaps I'll join you for drinks. Party oh, time! Yes, yes. All right. Uh, just a moment, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, Go ahead and let Crute know that you've arrived at the, uh, the Feed and Meat Tavern, and I'll, I'll meet you there in an hour or so. Okay. All right. It's so good to see you all. You too. I'm glad you're not in the war right now. Me too. <laughs> and uh, he watches as Bryce turns around and then comes back. He, this one, uh, your other friend with the. Molly. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, at this point, they they can just nod their head and say no more. Uh, we've all lost our share of loved ones. This, this world can be a dangerous one at times. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you for that. Well, come. Uh, I'll meet you soon, and we'll have drinks in his honor. Yes. <clears throat> and then Bryce makes their way back inside the building. Uh, you guys are. Welcome to anything else you wish to prepare for, though it is uh, starting to get into the evening hours, and based on your previous experience in Allfield, you know this is one of those towns that primarily shuts down post-sunset. Mm-hmm. It's mostly a farming town. <clears throat> Look at that. This is a place where you did good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It's halves and halfsies, you know? I don't know. Everywhere that I've been with you so far, people seem to be really happy to see you. It's mm. a sign, in my opinion. This might have been the first town we did good. I think that's right, actually. Because we kind of got a guy 
arrested. Arrested and thrown in jail for or kind of the rest yeah, of Yeah, but then we were helping other people, yeah. though, at the same time. <laughs> so. Yeah. This was the first one we made like a clean, yeah. positive impact, though. Yeah. Minimal collateral damage. Came through in the black, yep. not broken even. You no know. IOUs or, yeah. you know, Caleb, felons. do you need to buy paper here or anything? No, I am all <laughs> set. Okay, just making sure. Let's go to the feed and the mead. Yeah. You guys make your way to the feed and mead. Croot recognizes as you enter. Nice, good to see all of you again. Welcome, please sit down. Uh, I will prepare food, I suppose, for many more than I was expecting. Oh, rice to They're coming. Good to know. <gasps> what? What? I used thermoturgy to open all of the windows! Oh, yes! <laughs> all the windows slam open loudly. <laughs> There's a sound of breaking glass on the far side as one of the windows is shattered from the impact. Wind <laughs> swoops in, and you watch his crew, who's faced away, making the way to the, to the, uh, the kitchen. He stops and goes, <laughs> Makes his way into the kitchen to finish the meal. An hour or so passes. Um, a couple other folks come in. Uh, some of them don't seem to recognize you or didn't interface with you directly. A, a handful do, and they come by and offer to buy a drink. Fruit um, returns with some basic foods. You know, most everything here is everything from uh, lightly cooked vegetables or boiled vegetables to. Uh, some treated and salted meats. They, you know, they don't have a wide variety of, of dishes here, but it is still delicious and very kind of classic home, uh, on on the road food. Uh, Bryce eventually comes and joins you. Uh, the first time you've seen them out of their formal attire and armor, you see uh, Bryce comes in with what looks to be a kind of light blue, uh, almost like a, a soft tunic. Uh, overgoes like some some light brown leggings and, and comfortable boots. Very relaxed and casual as they sit down at the table and take what appears to be an unclaimed tankard and leans back in the chair. Well, I think we've all earned this. Cheers. 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 To friends, here and not. And not. And not. Yes, to me. <laughs> Uh, any any crazy news around here, or just the normal stuff? The normal recovery. Uh, thankfully, only one uh, one and a half fields were torched in the uh, Noel onslaught, so it hasn't been a huge detriment to our farming schedule. Um, other than that, it's been the righteous brand passing through. The people we rescued from that cave nearby, are they all fine? Not. You know, uh, there's one of them right over there, and the, one of the individuals that came up and offered to buy you drinks earlier. You can see it's uh, uh, one of the older, kind of bearded gentlemen uh, who looks to be a little. You recognize him now once it's pointed out. Totally recognize him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. They never forget a face, the mighty nine. And he was really dirty, <laughs> covered in a lot of like yeah. suit, yeah. Like suit and dirt and yeah, dirt. Kind of, yeah. they all do if you're not paying attention. <laughs> um, but, but Bryce continues on for a bit and tells you about how uh, there's where the Ashgard garrison has fallen. Uh, I've been doing the best I can to keep. My ear to the ground on things happening in the east. It's far enough away where no one here is worried, but I have friends 
in Blade Garden and who were uh, stationed at the Rock Guard, which is the other garrison, and if one's fallen, uh, I worry for the other. But I know they're sending all their forces that way. And Wait, when did this happen? Uh, you, did, you, do, you did hear about this in one of the town criers uh, a little over a month ago, oh. when you were leaving on the gentleman's errand. Well. That's kind of what led to the influx of people going. Yeah, that's out. that's when Dyron decided to go, yeah. right? Or was she already was, out there? Um, probably. I have okay. to look back at my notes again. It's okay. Uh, the time period in there, it's somewhere in that space. Um, and the trend is that uh, it's pushing closer in. Uh, from what I've heard, they've, they've kept it at bay, and there are intents to uh, retake the garrison, but there were well over a 2,000 lives lost, and I don't know how much there is there is specifically to say about it, but the rumors are that the sky over that pass, over the garrison itself, lies dark as midnight throughout the day, even. Whoa. They've got some serious magic stuff mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Well, no is there uh, any word from the south? We happen to be heading that way. Oh, oh, oh well, that, that makes sense if you're leaving Zadash. Well, uh, in times of warfare, and I know we've been notified this via the uh, information routes to the rest of the Crown's Guard <coughs> and Watchmasters to keep an eye, but I do believe entrance to the Empire is being very carefully inspected. You shouldn't have an issue leaving it, but coming back in during a time of conflict like this might take a while. Is there anything that can speed up that process? Some papers or forms or um, stamps? I can try and write you something, but once again, I mean, we're a bit podunk here by comparison. I can't say that the uh, those are the, the Wuyun Gates are going to be more partial to uh, what I have to say, but I can try. It couldn't hurt. Do we know anyone else that's important? Uh, here? Anywhere. I know the Starosta here. He'd probably have some say. Is the Starosta here? Yes, but if I recall, the last time you spoke wasn't on the most positive terms either. No, I remember. <laughs> uh, some tricks you may get one shot with. I'd be worried. He tends he to be a bit vengeful. He back that letter, and he can give us a new letter, because you don't even want it anymore. That's not true, Jester. I still have some plans for that letter. It does have his signature on it, though. So we could just forge another one. Oh, heck yeah, I'm really good I at that. I haven't heard any of this. Oh, sorry. No. Oh, keep talking, please. Just know that I've heard nothing. As they put now their fingers in their ears. Now's the time to do it. There's not a lot of people here. Yeah, you know, maybe. Wait till after I leave, if you don't mind. I just, you know, protocol. Let them enjoy their drink, please. Exactly. And a uh, little uh, plausible deniability doesn't hurt either. How is the Starosta? Is he still a pain in the ass? Always. But he does good work, and, you know, he's spearheaded organizing many of these uh, reconstruction efforts and maintaining a means of getting influxes of gold from Rex and Trim. The Crown has been very good in sending money as necessary uh, because the Starosta has been so diligent in the connections he has. So, yes, he's a prick. He's a bit of a pain in the ass on our end, but I mean, he's not terrible at his job, so what can I say? He's a bit of a prick, and what I've heard, it's not that big of a prick. 
I have to work That's with him. That's from what I heard. I didn't see it, see it, but people talk. Did you often see it? See it? Did I often see what? What? See it, see it. Like penises? Terrestrials? You see a lot of wieners? I've seen so many penises. Really? Yeah. What's the but, best penis you've ever seen? But wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I still want that question yes, answered, okay. but he can go but, ahead. But just a point of clarification: we're talking voyeuristically, because of your of your household. You mean? Yeah, like yeah. you had a peep window or something. What's it matter? Even if she hadn't seen him voyeuristically. I just want to understand what we are talking about. Like you know, up close is different than from behind the boudoir. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've seen them mostly not when they knew that I could see them. If that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm yes. curious about your, your, your. Why are you, you so interested in people's sex lives, Caleb? Like why? Like I'm the blow now. I want to know the favorite, your favorite one you've ever seen. Yeah. What's your yeah. best dick? My best dick. Okay. It's too hard to pick. You can do top three. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. I saw Molly's when we were in the bathhouse. <laughs> was it? Was it? I did we? We must have all seen it, but uh, how? How did it compare? Molly, everyone that we have all seen each other naked. Molly's yeah. was pretty good. In terms of being just giant or just like well proportioned, symmetrical. Really nice, and it was a good color. <laughs> Because when I saw it last, it was a bit of a mess. It, looked, it was a little bit egg McMuffin, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did some stuff to it. Yeah. No, when it was clean, it was lovely. Like, uh, traditional. Yeah. It's an ash breakfast. <laughs> Call that the Continental. Yeah. Oh, Lord. DPB. <laughs> Very prideful at the moment. Thank you. Uh, Bryce, at this point, goes, Well, folks, I think this is my uh, cue to get some rest. Um, it's been great catching up a bit with all of you. Stay you safe. Well. Yes. We wish you nothing but the best. You as well. Cheers and again. Cheers again. And if ever you find your way near this podunk side of the Empire again, you always have a place to stay in Allfield. And heck, maybe, maybe if all of this business to the east is finished before long and I get some time off, maybe I'll come visit you at the Sadash. You should! Oh, nice. It's been a while. Yes. You should come Very visit wild. us over in the Menagerie Coast. <laughs> I haven't been there since I was a child. Just leave! Just leave! Just leave your post-go AWOL! Come with us! <laughs> There's too many people here that depend on me, I can't. Okay, you're a good person. You're such a good person. <laughs> you're a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> I appreciate that. They stand up and leave a few coins on the table. Oh, no, 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 we got this one. This one's on yeah, us. This one's on us. Your money's no good here. I'll fucking kill you if you try to pay! <laughs> right, okay, all right. They take the coins, finish finish the drink, walk over to the walk over to the bar and just set them on the counter anyway, oh, and then walk good. away and like, good night. Good night. <laughs> and they walk away. <laughs> That was an escalation, not. I feel like one, two, and then just nine. Did we scare them away? Want, I don't want yeah. anyone to have to, I don't want to feel like a burden on anyone, you know? 
Here's a question. Most certainly not that. Once we get to the Menagerie Coast, I feel like I have a good sense of how not is it fitting in. What is it like for? Oh, yes. Honestly, I, I've never seen any goblins there. I haven't either. Well, I, I can wear my mask and I got these lovely gloves. These are so creepy. What, what are you talking about? They look like real fingers. It's also hot. Is it hot there? It's a bit warmer. It's warmer, it's nice. A little humidity, yeah. You might not want mittens, you know. Skin mittens. I'll see how long I last and then I can. Come on, you just cook your fingers in some balsamic, it'll be great. You smell real nice when you pull them out. I don't smell good to begin with. Like a cast. You get that cast like off, that. you're like, you're fine while you're next to me. <laughs> Stink of flash. Um, <laughs> should we um, should we sleep here? You we have to sleep here. It's night time. Yeah. Well, all right. Didn't know if we wanted to sleep in the bubble, but oh, you know. Oh, oh, no, yes. a roof is uh, good. Let's have a roof. Um, did, we, did she say? Did they say where we were gonna be put up? Oh, here. here, yeah. Oh, where we are here. We've done it. It's easy. We stumble upstairs. Yeah, the room is already provided. Uh, your delightfully pleasant uh, <laughs> evening purveyor of down pillows and blankets, Crute, is ever eager to show you where you can leave him the fuck alone. Um, <laughs> but you manage to find your rooms and rest for the evening. The following morning, you gather your things. The card has been taken care of. Today, just before we went to sleep, sent a message to my mama, letting her know we might be passing through. Indeed, you can. Okay. All right. In the morning, breakfast is provided for you. Uh, the there are a few folks that are in here finishing their breakfast before going out into the fields, going about the daily business. And as you descend to your breakfast meal, you watch half the room just go quiet as they all watch you. And throughout the rest of the meal, they just kind of lock eyes in a very kind of, I don't know how to act kind of a way, but not in a bad way. You, some, pardon, some of you especially are used to being the person that walks into a room and being stared at, but the energy is different here. There's definitely more of a reverence. And it's kind of a nice change of pace. Mm. Mm. Morgan. What did you say, Morgan? It's, it's a Zemnian for good morning. Morgan. Yeah. Morgen. How do I say? Good morgen. I would like some pastries, please. Liam does it, not know. It's too, <laughs> it's too complicated to teach. The accent is very difficult. Oh. Some of the Zemnian critters out there will tweet you <laughs> the pronunciation. Yeah, that's actually kind of close. That's yeah. kind of close. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, question. Yes. What was the name of the town that Gustav is stuck at? Trossenwald. It's the next one on your trip. It's the next one. It's the final we're town to the south. Fields. That's where I sold now. Okay, I was getting confused if we were in. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. Do you guys want to stop in down in Trossenwald on our way? It's on the way. Yeah. You know, we, um, we have a little bit more money now. Maybe we could help. Gustav out a little bit, kind of the last good thing we could do. And you know, and also just the nostalgia factor of seeing where we all, you know, got hit hitched. I'm sure he would also like to know about Molly. Right, yeah, that's a good point. We should make a stop. 
You know, I never really thought about the fact that when you're with someone, when they die, it's kind of your responsibility for forever to tell anyone who doesn't know what happened. Yep, never goes away. That kind of sucks. <clears throat> so let's keep sharing bad news. Yeah. Well, hey, after we pass Trostin Wall, we'd kind of get a break from that shit for a while. That's true. Yeah. It's really pretty. Have you the ever ocean. been out of Empire? No. Further south of Ben, I think, is Trostin Wall. Same. Yeah. The water is really blue. I think you guys will like it. Yes, not even you. Mm-hmm. Oh, no thanks. You could continue your swimming lessons. It's really blue, and it smells like fish. And salt. That's nice. Huh. Right. Really nice. Fish. Okay. Salt on the wind, it's amazing. All right, let's go see it. This sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you guys gather your things back up into the cart, it's been brought around front. You get your horses ready for the next leg of your journey. Uh, if you want to collect uh, feed for the horses along the way, since you've been traveling for a few days, sure. someone wants to mark oh, off. Sure, let's just do that. I'll I say would, another gold worth of I feed. I that. Okay, so no, the rest no. of the journey. Caleb, it's save your gold and done. Paper. It's already happened. <laughs> for incense. I'm good. I'm stocked up. I am plush. I have more coin in my pocket than I ever could have imagined, and I have already spent most of what we made. All right. Lots more. Just a little mad money or anything? No, I'm good. All right. Continuing south. Uh, Caleb, are you maintaining your position on the cart? Yeah. Okay. I'll give my uh, position up to Caduceus or Jester, either one. All right, with Caduceus. All right. I'll help you. Yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, you should take it then. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Caleb takes a break at the back as Caduceus makes his way to the front of the cart, grabs the reins. Jester, you go ahead and pop alongside. You eventually turn your way heading yeah, westward. <laughs> <laughs> You're good with animals, though. Oh, yeah, no, they, you know, you just gotta ask permission before mm-hmm. you do anything. Which you can do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ask permission to any any animal I interact with, anything I eat. I'm, it's you, always a conversation. You ask permission to ride the horse. Yeah, I say we're going to be. Well, I explain to the horse that we're going to be moving south, and I'd really appreciate their cooperation in the process and kind of how how long we expect to be going for. Out, out loud, you do this. Yeah. Oh, I'm just checking. I didn't know if you had some mumbo jumbo. I mean, can you do it without? I mean. How do you, can you talk without talking? Is that a thing you can do? I don't think so. Remember talking? I can hear you, but your lips aren't moving. No. This is, uh, nope, nope, it's not working for me. Mm, nope. Is it the probably take 10 minutes actually trying to do that when we get going. <laughs> okay, but you go ahead and, and ask permission of the yeah. horses. And much as Caduceus comes and kind of quietly talks to each of the horses, and it seems ridiculous at first, but with each, but as he finishes talking to the horse, the horse kind of nudges alongside him and gives like a hoof, kind of a clomp on the ground. There's seven foot Bob Ross, I love yeah, it. Manners will get you everywhere. <gasps> manners. With that, Caduceus gets up onto the cart next to Jester. Pulls in the reins, and with that, you guys begin to make your exit from Allfield a second time. That's that's some black magic right there. 
I do that for way too long on the road. That's really impressive. And you sound like a kid that fell down the well when you're doing that. I don't know if you could just not do that, or have you always been able to do that and then just run into your eventual payment of the contract? Exactly. So, as you guys are exiting Allfield, a few more folks come out to the street to just watch you leave. Uh, some faces familiar, uh, a child, a woman, people that you recognize as individuals you had helped make their way out of the mines. On go, and you see them wave, and they all say, goodbye, goodbye. Bye. The kid kind of quietly raises a hand, smiling, too shy to say anything. And with that, you make your way past the final buildings out of Allfield and back onto the road south. Oh man, we saved their lives. That's pretty cool. We're awesome. Yeah. Two days travel to Trossenwald from Allfield, so uh, which one of you wants to helm the first watch? I'll, I'll oh, take, yeah. I'll take first watch. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and roll with advantage on your perception check, please. All right. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, nothing gets by me. <laughs> uh, unless I, well, no, no that's, no. A, that's a natural 20, so that's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, shaka. I'm going to say that's my help. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> You're just pointing at things. <laughs> got it, look at got it, got it, got it. Yep, yep, got, got that, yep, <laughs> yep, got that. Got, got that, All yep. right. Where? Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Towards the end of the first day's travel, um, around what would be roughly 5, 5.30 in the afternoon, as you're keeping an eye out, you glance over what looks to be, you know, and you do find a few Clusters of stone and rock that break up the kind of rolling hills and tall grass that make up a large part of the southern part of the Marrow Valley that you're used to. And you, who come from a, a very northern, uh, like borderline tundra north of the Savalier Wood. Um, Except for my little patch. Yeah, um, Taiga and places. You can see uh, it's very green and open field is a whole new experience to you, and you're kind of enjoying the details of it as you pass by, the field mice that occasionally scurry across the road and, and get snatched up by a hawk, and you're like, yep, that's okay. how it happens. And as you're glancing about, you can see all, like a lot of these natural stones placed, and you see one cluster of stones that just, that doesn't look naturally placed. They're leaned at an odd angle. If it had if it had been placed at, or if it had been at that angle for a while, it would have eventually settled. That doesn't look right. What doesn't? Oh, that. The field. Now, if I were inclined to be a trap or an ambush of some kind, or those rocks shouldn't be that way, that's all I'm saying. As you glance over, you can see what looks to be three stones. One of them is about this big, it's a pretty heavy stone, and two longer slab stones, and they're all kind of leaned against each other to look natural. But Caduceus doesn't seem to feel Maybe that way. Somebody is sitting in the in the little alcove. It's giving me the giving me the the bad feelings. Should we go attack it? The rocks? I don't know. I mean, like I'm I'm okay if you are. I mean, do you want to like? Never had a rock really hit back. I hop off the cart and like. Where, where are you going? How far away is it? Uh, it's about, from where you are now, as you've traveled closer, it's about 80 to 100 feet to the left off the road. I'm going to throw a little rock as hard as I can towards it. Make a strength check. Please be a good strength check. This looks a little check. weird to me. It's my mime. <laughs> 11. 11, it arcs, falls about 10 feet short in the grass. 
Um, I'm going to use no th- uh, Thamagurchi to cast my voice very loudly behind the other side of the rocks. Thamagurchi, it just got stuck in there. Thamagurchi. I'm going to use my Thamaturgy. Thamagurchi. Okay, so as part of Thamaturgy, you can't throw your voice so much as you can just amplify the volume. I can't make, I can't do like throw my voice. I'll say you can throw it a little bit. It's not like you can't flank it per se, but you can give it a little more of a force from one side, I'll say. Oh, I can do tremors in the ground. Yeah, sure. So I'm gonna just start tremoring the ground right over by those rocks. Okay. It shakes a bit, and you can see some bits of kind of loose rock on top of this weird stone uh, construct begin to vibrate, fall off the side. No reaction. Maybe somebody's buried there. I poke my head between them. What are you doing? What's going on? The I don't rocks know. look a little weird. I the don't know. rocks He's look looking weird? at weird what rocks. It means the rocks look weird. Are you giving you a bad I feeling? You're giving me a bad feeling. I don't have a lot of bad feelings. Let's go check it out. All right. They're a trail marker. Maybe it's an awfully it's a suspicious trail marker. If it was a trail marker, it would be like you usually stack three stones, make it look very intentional. This. This is someone, have you ever seen a painting where someone tries to paint stars, but the stars don't look right because of the wrong kind of random? Yes. That's the wrong kind of random. I sent Frumpkin to go look at the rocks. <laughs> and it's funny. It's like a secret entrance to something. The, the rest of you keep looking at this pile of stones, and it just looks like a pile of stones. <laughs> You're like, really? So Frumpkin's heading up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frumpkin kind of like. Gets low through yeah. the grass. Random nature makes and the random that man makes. Go ahead and make a perception check for Frumpkin. Yeah. Put it my hood. Ten. Ten. A Frumpkin does a little pass around the side, and uh, there doesn't appear to be anybody in or around them from what Frumpkin can see. All right, let's go take a look then. Let's go knock him over. Can he climb to right. the top? Sure. Frumpkin leaps onto the top and kind of perches up there. I'm looking down at us. All right. It's a strange view to see yourself walking towards yourself. <laughs> it's like a third, it's like playing, playing a Resident Evil one, yeah, you know, yeah. where you just have like the, the locked yeah. camera. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. That's, that's, that's technically how Shakasta sees the world, I mean, yeah. think about it. Yeah. It's just the, it's the all of existence through a series of Resident Evil camera angles. <laughs> That man. makes me a little sad on yeah. the fundamental As long as he doesn't hit, well, he can turn a lot better. Getting in between the two <laughs> angles and having yeah, to go back five. and forth. Nope, no, just left, right, left, right. Oh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway. do K turns yeah. as a person as rough. Yep. <laughs> so you all slowly approach yeah. this strange pile of rocks settled here. Trees above us, or are we kind of? No, it's open, open field. There are some trees maybe uh, three, 400 feet off, yeah. and, they're, and and this part of the field, they're like small clusters, four or five at a time. It's mostly just open, rolling hills. Are we close near where the Knoll Mine was? No, you're a days away. Uh, that was east of the city. You guys are heading south. Do you see how tall the rocks are? Uh, altogether, probably about Four feet tall. Does oh, okay. it look like there's any uh, anything buried, like any been digging done here or anything? Make an buried? investigation check if you want. Yeah, to. Okay, we'll do that. I will do this. And uh, you go ahead. Twenty. Twenty. As you get down inside, Sorry, like twenty-five. 20. Okay, twenty-five. As you get down to the, the stones, there's the one larger central stone, and there are the two ones kind of laid against it. There's a very small space in between there, and you get inside and begin to kind of look around the ground. And you feel down, and there's nothing. 
it's mainly just dirt and uh, dry brush and dead grass that has been kind of pushed in that centerpiece, and you reach up and your hand touches something. Treasure, treasure, treasure. It feels kind of like a, a, a satchel or a, a leather sack. Oh, what do you have? That's a bingo. Do you need me to come? It's just bingo, Caleb. Is it, is it <laughs> did you find some paper? Do you need me to touch it to disarm it? Uh, hold on, uh, I send a frumpkin just to get down by my hand to lock up so I can look at what I'm grabbing to make sure that it is not, you know, one of those bags with teeth or something that I've read about in fairy tale stories. Oh, we found a few of those bags. So, uh, so, so. What are you doing? Uh, one Caleb, moment. Caleb, 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 what did you find, Caleb? Some loot, maybe. Pull it out. Uh, what if it's a trap? No, first Frumpkin goes to look so I can see what I'm seeing. Why don't you let Nob so, look? Frumpkin crawls inside and looks up, and it appears <laughs> like there is indeed a leather pouch, roughly about the size of a baseball, that has been kind of jammed up between the rocks to the point where it's being held up underneath out of sight. Is there poop in it? Pull it out, see what we got. I don't like all these euphemisms. I pull the bag out. Okay. As you pull the bag out oh, from the rock, it comes. it comes free. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Textbook. Open it up. <laughs> now you die. <laughs> yeah. As you open the bag, it's fine. <laughs> it's you, you, uh. Too many, too many, two times. It's good. I don't know. Just let me have my little fun. Um, you open inside, and you already hear what, what sounds like like the impact of a bunch of tiny stones as you look inside. There are gems in here. Like, it is a collection of cut jewels. <gasps> diamonds? Are there diamonds? Uh, it's mostly emerald and ruby. Oh. Um, but they. There's a lot of them, and they're just jammed up in here. You get the sense immediately that this was some sort of a, a drop spot. Yeah. Ooh. And okay, someone will probably be coming by to try and pick this up. Somebody's going to be so pissed! Somebody's uh, going to be so pissed! Caleb takes the bag and he puts it in Jester's hand yes, yes, yes. and just starts to quietly dance around. <laughs> <laughs> we got lots of jewels here. They are so pretty. We're just. Nose, nose. We should get in the cart and drive away really fast. Yeah. That's oh. fine. But can we just give me a second? We should make sure there's no tracks. We clear all the tracks away. I'm gonna empty the jewels out. And oh, oh, so there's not in that bag. Yeah, yeah. Let's and replace them with other rocks. And yeah, put them in. Was, was, yeah. <laughs> somebody left jewels for somebody else to pick up, and it's full of rocks. You might get that person killed. Yeah, but it's not us. <laughs> Let's put right. a bunch of rocks in it. It's fine, they're not we're going not to die. We're not all good yet. We're trying to do good, but we're not, it's not like a, it is gray in the middle. And they'll probably open the bag before they deliver it, you know, and then I and then they'll see it's Take rocks. one gem and say, this is a, a six foot tall stack of paper. We are taking them. Oh yeah, okay. Rocks, 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 rocks. Okay, so you fill the, the small leather sack with rocks. And one like little piece of dried poo that I found that was like an animal's. Did you okay. Did you find it in your pants? I, you got in the where to look. The nose, nose. Should we Follow your nose. A note? Throwing no. them off our, our track, like, Ooh. oh, uh, you know, who took this? The uh, fuck you, love the Iron Shepherds, or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you thought you were getting jewels, but you're just getting rocks and, and shit. Poop. Yep. Dried poop. Yeah, iron, I'll write that. Love the Iron Shepherd. You thought you were getting. While everybody's jewels, arguing, I'm going to mm-hmm. sit down the and the bomb detect box. magic with a. Uh, uh, as a. As a, as a, as a, as a That's when I feel like. Is that ritual? Okay. 
What are you All doing right. as a ritual? Just detecting <laughs> And that's a 10 minute casting time yeah. to cast this ritual? Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we're done. So. I'm going to start going around and trying to. I put the bag back. I'm going to keep okay. my. Mess eyes up our out. tracks, maybe leave a few yeah. deeper footprints walking the other way. Away. Make a survival check. Oh, bully. Uh, 19, naturally. Nice. And what's the. I believe it's Plus a zero. Okay. Um, I'm better with other things. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's not charisma, thankfully. Um, all right. So you, you feel pretty confident that you've managed to erase most any sign of any tampering or movement by human beings or adjacent entities. Um, what are you trying to do, Jester? Hmm? Who's, hmm? Was somebody here trying to do something? Oh, oh. The ritual casting detect magic, yeah. but that's ten minutes of stuff. I'm walking back towards the cart. We're keeping an eye out for anything else happening. I'm getting okay. back you do into that the ritual on the cart. Perception check. Drive away. I Perception check, Bo. Uh, busy. He's focusing. Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. Eight. Okay. Uh, keeping an eye out there doesn't appear that there's any immediate sign of anyone approaching. By the time you finish completing the ritual, you do a quick pass over. I mean, and there are many, many magical ores around you, but they're your friends. Um, yeah, the various objects they're wearing and equipped light up, but there's nothing, nothing beyond expected. The okay, we're good. This place is clear. Let's get the hell out of here. Okay, let's go. All right, you guys jog back to the cart, get up inside, and start making your way south along the trail again with, if someone wants to write it down, approximately 500 gold worth of gems, rubies, and emeralds. Because of a really high perception check on Caduceus's end. My notebook, I don't know what happened to it when we moved, so that's why I can't take notes anymore. Why did we let you? So many decks lost to the move, oh no. I lost mine. Yeah, 500 killed worth of I lost all my dicks. Where's our rubies and our, our group inventory, though, is like non existent right now. I'll find the notebook oh somewhere. Boy. Don't worry. I got all the weapons we picked up in the big. Uh, Can you just be in charge again? You want me to be in charge of money, I'll be in charge of the money. That's <laughs> exciting. It's a way to do it. Money. It reminds me of Caduceus. This is very nice. It's a unicorn. <gasps> Ashley gave this to me. Oh, very nice. I like that. Like All right. It. I think it's so, which probably a yeah. skedaddle. Skedaddle. Yeah. You make your way south along the trail. You have one more day's of travel before you get to Trostenwald. Uh, Caduceus, are you still leading? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling go, good. Go ahead and roll one more perception check. I'll help him. Oh, thank you. Find another geocache. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, 23. All right. As you guys are heading southward on the second day, Caduceus, you notice coming up over one of the hills what appears to be a single horse. With a single rider, moving at a very quick speed. Behind us or ahead of us? Uh, heading in towards your direction, heading northward. That looks like somebody on the run. This looks like somebody's going to pick up some jewels. Ooh, yeah, maybe that's the guy. Yeah. Everybody look casual. Wait, no, we're inside of an, an invisible. Uh, we're in invisible. I'm going to change my appearance. Okay, two. That's right. To uh, just kind of a grungy human with shaggy hair. Um, I've kind of. Oh, I see him do that. I do the same. So, Caleb. <laughs> a little, no, a little yeah, orange goatee, like a, a long orange goatee, like a you know, like a puffy beard, red okay. beard, and like scruffy long red hair. I make hair. myself look like a human Tasmanian devil. Okay. A young human girl with lots of freckles and big poofy red hair. And, um, we kind of look related then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the two here at the like front of the cart. Yeah. Everyone else is probably we're in there. hiding in the invisible cart. Okay. So you guys have oh. kind of. That's how it works, right? Everyone in the bed is, is. Everyone no. in the bed is not visible. They are. They are held behind the illusion. Uh, he's driving. He's driving the cart. Mm -hmm. Change. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I jump in the invisible part of the cart. Okay. All right. 
As the rest of you head back into there, into the illusion, uh, you continue moseying forward in the cart, and you hear the hooves getting louder and closer. And as they go screaming by you at the side, there's that moment where time seems to slow as you see that individual, their face mostly covered by what looks like a dark red or purple bit of cloth, like a face mask, a hood that is up but slipping back, and you can see a little bit of what looks like uh, tussled black uh, hair with a little bit of salt and pepper on the sides, a large cloak underneath with a, what looks to be a, a cloth mantle over that's also just blowing behind slowly. Um, darkly dressed like a highwayman that is in the process of, of trying to get somewhere quickly, whether it be with a delivery um, or trying to meet up with somebody. But in that moment, you watch the and just kind of glance out the side of their eye at the two of you in the cart, and then just race off, not slowing, not so stopping. Dark salt and pepper here? Yeah, it was Travis. <laughs> I put Travis in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't Meta. see how long his hair was underneath the... No, the hood was just starting to come back from just the, the wind. See, as a riding, trying to keep it down. Pale skin? Uh, well, no, uh, from what you can see in a little bit of the face that was showing on the eyes, it looked like it had been fairly tanned, probably from sun, and, and just a lot of travel out in the open. Um, but you just saw as they took one quick, but very, very detailed glance Towards the two of you, and then uh, screamed on ahead northward past the cart. You're really quick, you. Yeah. <laughs> we do okay. Yeah. All right, and you continue southward. For the better part of the next day, you eventually can see as you come around one bend where some of the larger hills are beginning to uh, to weave around the road as it begins to curve to left and right. Uh, you can see in the distance a number of birds are starting to fly in larger flocks and encircling what now reveals itself to be the familiar sight of the Ustalok below. And you can see ahead of you the city of Trostenwald, where a lot of your crazy adventures together began. Uh, as it begins to, it's not quite dusk, you're about two hours from dusk, but you begin to make your way down towards the city itself. Uh, and it's as busy and lazy as you remember. As you reach the outer streets, of the township, you can. There are people coming up and down the various streets with carts and wares. You can see folks that are uh, passing through, hopefully on some sort of a trade route. Some folks that look like they're stuck here. <laughs> There's a lot of carts that are kind of built up on the outside that are either waiting for some sort of sign to continue travel or are still kind of packing up before they leave for whatever their next destination may be. Um, what would you like to do? If anything, are we stopping here? We gotta stop for the night, right? Probably. But wait, getting kind of. Late. Do people hate us here? I've forgotten. No, no, no. I don't think they do. We kind of got like a stern warning as we left. But we could go see Gustav. Yeah. Why don't we stop by the nestled nook? Yeah, if it's easy. Yeah. 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 See who's there. All right. You guys make your way to the nestled nook. You come upon the familiar tavern, and entering inside, you can see the. Uh, Familiar face of Yorda, the uh, older woman who runs the tavern and kind of glances up from wiping off a table in the far corner before her eyes peer over towards you from her kind of tussled blonde hair. Oh, uh, hello there. It's, uh, some familiar faces has been some time. Welcome. Ah, I will uh, do sit down. Drinks round. What, 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 what are you asking for? Oh, we're in trust in wild, yeah, right? We have a trust here. Yeah. Is what you do. Trust it may be. All right, but you're in trust. There's quite a few. Trostenwald. Von Brandt for me, please. Von Brandt it is. Same for me. All right, table of Von Brandt's. Milk for me, please. <laughs> Milk for that one, course, course. 
All right, that'll be. I'll be right back. So Yorda makes her way to go fulfill the rest of your order. Um, you guys take a while here to just rest in for a bit. Uh, you see uh, Adeline, who's the, uh, the other barmaid that's helping with the tavern, the process of going around and fulfilling the few orders that she has to at this hour. Uh, Klus, the, um, the clerk, the young man, the kind of reedy-looking young man, is uh, in the back currently just uh, going through paperwork and trying to keep tabs on a number of ledgers and, and business elements. The evening is yours. Do you wish to do anything, or are you just going to bed down for the evening and continue the following day? I flagged down Adla. Adeline? Adeline. Adeline makes her way to your no, table. Hey, damn it. Uh, Adeline, um, uh, you, you're looking for something? Uh, yeah, I was curious if you've seen Gustav around. Uh, Tall, uh, thin, elfish-looking man. Was he not in jail? I think he's in jail, isn't he? I'm sorry, I don't think I know. I thought Gustav, he was like, working but... off his oh, debt. You're right. I thought he was. Maybe right? Jail, I mean, right? he was working off his debt. You don't know the specific yeah. circumstances yeah, of it. Interesting. All right, thanks. Of course, sorry. Um, would you like anything else? Another round of drinks. Right away. Yeah. Could I have some chocolate <clears throat> and some milk? I'll see what we have in the back. And uh, Adeline comes off and does return um, with milk and what looks to be, it's, it's a little old, it's starting to get some of that kind of white powder fringe to the to the chocolate, but it's it's functional. I heat it up and I put it in my milk. <laughs> I'm glad to see your uh, prickly demeanor is still in shape. Oh, well, I didn't have you around for a little bit, keeping me in check. Yeah. That's true. I tried to do okay, though. I think I did all right. Did I do okay, Caleb? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Never mind. Could I get a bowl, please? A bowl? A bowl is retrieved for you quite easily. Uh, as as Gorder throws on the table, would you like something in the bowl, dear? Oh, I was going to borrow from a friend, but yeah, I will take a little bit of milk in it, please. Milk it'll be. And she goes and returns with a bowl about half filled with milk. Put it on the floor and I snap him into existence. There you go, buddy. Does he have to eat? Yeah, I was going to ask. No. But he likes it. Oh, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> you look down at the table from him just sitting at the bowl going. I was <laughs> 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 like, he really likes it. All of their emotions are your emotions projected on them anyway, so that's how it works with cats. It is, it is, it is. They feel nothing. <laughs> painfully true in my case. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I tell Frumkin to start drinking milk. <laughs> Just a little bit. Put some fat on those fey bones of yours. As uh, Frumpkin begrudgingly, at the command of his master, enjoys a bowl of milk. <laughs> you can't win! Please, Send me your emails for abusing my fey, your magical fey, magical cat. It's fine. I mean, Frumpkin can drink milk. Frumpkin just has no need for it. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's like it's like back it's a, near it, the end. It's a placebo for the master. 
There you go. It's like if it makes the master happy, I'll drink this milk for you. Yeah, like back snow. Yeah, end. exactly. And 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 you get the sense too that the entire time that Frumpkin is drinking from this bowl, Frumpkin is making direct eye contact with Caleb. Like, <laughs> oh, this sandwich is so good. Mmm. <laughs> Should we try this stuff? And <laughs> What's that for? Should we try to see Gustav tonight? tonight? Right. Yeah, why not? Uh, you guys, it's it's right now. It's about dusk. By the time you've come in the city, you've come to the inn, you've gotten food and drinks, and you've kind of settled for a bit. It's it's about dusk now. Sure. All right, but before we go over there, are we going to plunk down two thousand gold to get this near stranger out of debt? No. no, I don't think we have that. Do I we want to do a little? We all do if we pitch in together. I'm sure. I don't think that's true, but we could do a, a token. I have uh, almost that much. You have almost that much. Holy moly! Oh. Yeah, remember, you have that's so much insane. Money. I never pay for anything. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have bought everything for none. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. Did you want to bail him out? Heavens no. You're bailing him out tonight? No, I that, didn't that say that. That's so generous, not? I feel like you're putting words like in my mouth. I feel like we should just carry you through the town crying out, Gustav's release paid by this sweet little girl. So generous. Really? I'm just going to get down on my knees and start licking the milk out. <laughs> Frumpkin side eyes you while you both just kind of drink the milk together. <laughs> uh, Chocolate in that, it's better. Mm. <laughs> Great for cats. <laughs> well, we can go in the morning, it doesn't matter. No, let's go now. Let's go okay, now. Let's do it now. Yeah. Maybe we can um, wheel and deal with them, you know, uh, pay a lump sum now and consider it debt repaid, time served. And if not, uh, I, th I feel like we should keep a, a certain amount for ourselves, for our travels, but we could leave, you know, a, a token sum to yeah. help him on the way. Yeah. All right. Okay. So? Where are you guys heading? To the jail or wherever? It's the stockade. The stockade here is where you had previously yeah. had. So you make your way. Lawmaster Norda. Yep. I don't remember that, Norda and Yorda. That's right. Yep. Just the fuck with you. Oh, no. Just because. Um, all right, so you guys make your way to the stockade, and uh, it takes a brief intro to the Crown's Guard outside before you are brought back in. One of them recognizes you from your previous encounter a few months back and uh, brings you uh, to Norda's office, a familiar place you've been. Norda, you can see the uh, the, the dwarven uh, woman with uh, a very kind of tense and tired and just kind of overt expression on her face kind of glances up at you all. All right, so it's been a bit. Um, Hi. Well, the good news is nothing else died since you've come back. That's Excellent news. Very positive, so um, when are you leaving? Oh. Soon, boy. Soon. Great news. That's that's wonderful. In the morning. Not everyone likes us. Why I, are you in my office at this hour? We're just trying to achieve one thing, and that was hopefully to get some eyes on our good friend Gustav, if we could. You want to see Gustav? If that is permissible, yeah. Uh, fine. She gets up from behind the desk and goes and reaches into this cubby and pulls out a ring of keys and follow me. Leads you back down into the familiar stair down below to a cell where uh, a couple of you have been held before. Um, and there you can see on the far end there is a cell, and within this you know, dark subterranean interior where the, uh, the faint burning torchlight gives kind of this, this ominous red orange flicker to the normally shaded 
interior. You see they're kind of slumped against the wall, enjoying a bowl of some sort of gray, mushy substance, a uh, not abused and filthy, but you know, a little little rough around the edges, Gustav. Not chained, not shackled. And there's a chair and there is a bed. This is probably like the nicer. You can see like of the jail cells here, which are designed to just be abysmal. This one, some pains have been made to make it a little more comfortable. Roughly yeah. how long has it been since we were here? Uh, roughly about two and a half months, yeah. How time flies. Estimate. Um, even a little longer. I'm sure Kurt will stats will let me know. Um, but uh, you've seen the prostitute in there, uh, Nord, it's up. Hey, Gustav, you've got visitors. Kind of like clinks the keys against the bars. Oh, um, sorry, um, oh, it's embarrassing. Finishes a spoonful, sets it down. <clears throat> oh my, 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 I was not expecting this at all. And you can see the, the lanky elvish gentleman, his, his hair pushed back, a bit greasy, uh, a bit of, kind of dirt in the edges of the face, uh, wearing the same uh, nice long coat that you remember him wearing when you last saw him off. Um, looks like he's been doing some hard work Probably a little, little thinner than even his previously thin form was, but he's there. He approaches the edge of the bars. Well, what, by what might I uh, have the pleasure of you all coming to see me? Oh, well, pleasure. Um, you know, we meant to return sooner, but we've been a bit held up. <laughs> That's all right. I myself have as well. Don't worry. Mm. Yeah, about that. Uh, we're not staying uh, in in town. We are leaving in the morning, actually. But um, hey, do you like it in this this jail cell? Maybe it's really comfortable, huh? Ah, uh, it's not preferable by any means, but it certainly beats um, going in here against my will. How much? <laughs> uh, if you don't, if it's not too presumptuous, how much do you have left to work off? Oh, uh, at the rate we've been going, and he looks over towards Norda, Norda's like, uh, if he keeps working as hard as he has been, he's looking at another like seven, eight months, maybe. What oh. about a, 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 a remuneration, an amount? What, what is left for him to work off? I have to go look at the books, but I can go check. Uh, yeah. Could what, are you going to pay him off? Um, Part of it at the very Maybe least. Maybe a little something towards it if we could. Gustav at this point kind of leans forward and goes, you are all very sweet and I greatly appreciate it, but this is my debt to pay, not yours. Well. Yeah, could you go look up uh, that number for us, please? Uh, in order, can I have? You two, keep an eye. And the two crowns guard kind of approach and just get a bit closer while Norda heads back upstairs. Gustav's still pressed against the bars, kind of his head peeking through the two sides. A bit of strangly hairs kind of falling in front of his face. Like, no, but I'm I'm completely serious. This is this is my burden. I chose it. You've all done good work here. And Caleb, I I lived it, so I remember. But for Caduceus, can you remind me why Gustav was locked up again? <laughs> Well, you see, Caduceus said. Circus in the fucking. I know, but what did he do wrong? Devil Tones. He was the town that we all. He was responsible for the circus. That's all. He just took responsibility for But that wasn't. How did he know? This is an innocent man. Exactly. He didn't do anything bad, right? I would love to have just an inside check, inside check from Caduceus. Maybe make an inside check. Yeah. I want to know what's going on in there. Um, That's a. 
Next week, oh, Travis yes. Willingham living his best life. Here wolves? They're wolves. Werewolves. Everywhere. <laughs> Why wolves? Yep. Too many. It's Too many. Be great. Sorry. You were okay. all going to grow facial hair for mm-hmm. next week, right? Yeah. Too? yeah, yeah, I'm going to wear a mustache. Cool. <laughs> but sincerely, I'm very appreciative, each and every one of you. It's maybe a little bit for you, but also for. Uh, Oh, friend, for, for, I'm not good at this. Does someone want to? I can do this if you like. But you don't, you know don't him. I don't have to know. No. Your friend and ours, Molly Mock, is no longer of this world, and this would be a, a way of us saying, putting his legacy at peace. <sighs> well. If we can afford it, well, no problem. It depends on no how much promises. is left. We don't have like a ton of money. I'm, I'm just musing on how we found them and how we left them. Which was a brief star burning very bright, but twice as short. Mm. No, when we found them outside of the, uh, the forest up north, he had no memory, no voice, no words. He was. Basically, a vegetable. But over time, he came back to his senses and. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, well, it was we a were, good one. We were fond of him, and he was fond of you, so. Well. That's the dangers of the world we live in, I suppose. I know you've taken this burden on yourselves, but I think we would all feel a bit better if you would just accept this as a small thank you for then and and now as well. Well, it's more than a thank you. I feel that you have to be free so that you can finally pay your debt. <laughs> I, this is me paying my debt. No, this is you hiding from your debt. You're a man who is afraid of what you owe. I understand. That's that's okay. <laughs> I It'll feel so much better when you're finally don't know who you are, world. friend, but you've uh, I know. you've stepped into a space where you have no knowledge and trust me. This this is my debt to pay. This is my responsibility. This is not your debt. Your debt lies elsewhere. I know these things. Caduceus. Yeah. What the hell? Make some tea and shut the fuck up for a second. Um. Anyway, I should finish my meal. <laughs> be your last one in here. And he goes over and grabs the bowl and kind of quietly, while looking at Caduceus, begins to eat his gray mush. <laughs> oh my God. Can you tell the future? No. Can you tell the past? I just know a guilty man when I see one. <gasps> Are we out of earshot? Of Is he a bad guy? <laughs> you can you can move out of out of earshot. Yeah, let's, let's all group shuffle out of earshot. <laughs> like bump into the crowns guard behind you. Oh, oh, excuse me. What was that? Where did that come from? He doesn't want to leave. Why? He looks really happy in here, right? It's not even happy. He's hiding in here. 
Well, then maybe we should leave him in here if he feels unsafe on the outside. It's not that he feels unsafe. You can just, it's all over his face. I can't, it just looks like a dude. You could tell that just from looking at him? I could, you could tell a lot from people just by looking at them. What do you think when you look at me? Oh. <laughs> That's an entire conversation for later. Okay. Caduceus, how will Ford, how and when will Ford die? In a terrible crash. <gasps> Yeah, so back the man to, named Buick. Back to the situation <laughs> at hand. You are suggesting we continue doing what we're doing? I want to see. I think this is a man who needs to be free so that he can be at peace with himself. And where are you getting all of this insight? This brain. Why would you not want to? Why would you want to be? Why would you want to be in a in a cell? Why would you want to stay there? Someone's yeah. offering you freedom for nothing. We've been in the cell. It's not. It's not fun. He's putting on. He's. He's. There's so much there. He's. He's hiding something. I'm not arguing. You know, prison politics. Well, I agree with you. I just. Much. I feel like there's a supernatural situation going on here that you're not necessarily telling us. I'm just no. I just. At this point, this point, Norda returns, clean, shuffling back down <laughs> with what looks like a small leather-bound journal or book of some kind. He goes. All right, looking at this one, keeping tabs on what he's able to make, the reparations he's made, the amounts of money he was able to have brought in from friends to help pay the debts. We're still sitting at about uh, uh, roughly 2,100 gold pieces. I thought it was 2,000 to start! 2,000, yeah! 2,645. I will throw some money at this. I don't have any money to throw at this. Well, I guess I have a little money to throw at this. If we put all of our money together, how much would it be? Is there, is, would there be a buyout cost if we wanted to just pay it? Is that just the straight, or could there be a, some sort of are you, deal? Are you asking? Yeah. Are we a, a, a buyout? I weirdly, and I don't know, you've spent more time with him, but he strikes me as a man who's Weirdly happier in jail right now than he would be out of it. He's fucking weird, I'll tell you that. I think uh, I think he needs to face some stuff. It would be really, I think, healthy for everyone involved. Make persuasion check. One tall magical cow. That's twelve. This got weird so quickly. Tell you what, you go ahead and. Toss down about 1,700 right now, I'll kick his ass out. I'll put 400 gold down right now. I can put 50 gold in. No, I'll save your 50 gold. How Gustav much? has come back to the bars and is like, uh, <laughs> you all are being absurdly generous, and this is no not in this. necessary at all. I mean it, I mean it. Um, I can put down 1,000. <gasps> Gold? We're at 14, we need three more. Uh, I will put in a uh, hundred gold. She wanted to do 1,700? We're at 15 now. I'll do 100. I throw in 165, you that's Molly's. Oh. But also, hang on, before though, before we do all this. Uh, listen, Norda, I know we caused a lot of a headache 
for you when all this was going down? You were one of many. Uh, there's at least at any given point in time, like 17 headaches there in here. Go. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. one of them. So we're simply trying to take one more headache off of your list of a lot of headaches. We're trying to do a good thing. A man in jail doesn't do anything for your city, but I bet 1,500 right now would. Don't have to empty the bedpans, change the sheets. Don't feed him. The crown's guard to the left of you goes, uh, you should listen to her, those bedpans are pretty terrible. <laughs> Think of what you can do for this town with 1,500 gold right now, because let me tell you, we can't give you that 1,700. So we either walk and you're stuck with a prisoner for another nine months, or you take the 1,500. Make one last persuasion check to beat a higher DC. Assisted by this charismatic fucking half-orc. <laughs> what do you say to his sister? Oh, what I just said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen to Bo, she knows the skull. <laughs> Jazz you watch. You, you watch it as as the law the lawmaster's eyebrow raises to the. Uh, and I wake. The, the, <laughs> oh my god! For oh the first god. time since you've seen Norda, you see a smile curl across her face. Goes. If that's not the weirdest thing I've seen in some time, make your check with advantage. Work every fucking time. What was the other number? Seventeen. Pretty great. Okay, Pretty okay still yeah. good. Fifteen hundred milk call it even. All right. I gave you four. That's how much was it? How much? I've got one hundred and seventy. Or one hundred sixty-five. That was Molly's. I put them. So this is like us trying to figure out a check. I know, isn't it? Throw in money as well because that was part of my goal. Keep sixty-five and spend a hundred of Molly's. Huh? To keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. It's a thousand. Three hundred. Four uh, was it, was it, I think it was four hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So you only need a hundred. Oh, I'm keeping my money then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Done. Not not through down a thousand. Solid. I already knocked and it off. Thank you, Matt. Okay. All right. The crowns guard begin kind of gathering the money from you guys and bringing over small chests to put the large amount of coin over. And as this is happening, Gustav just kind of like leans his back towards the stones at the edge, and his eyes are just wide in disbelief. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, Say thank you, and thank I cast you. Wand of Smiles at him. What's the DC on that? Oh, Chari- is it Charisma save? It's a Charisma save. That's a natural eight, so what's Oh the- good, you you have to smile. <laughs> he sits there, eyes wide in his mouth. Yay, huh. he's so happy. <clears throat> Norda takes the keys and heads over and opens it up. All right, punk. You're a free man. Congratulations. For some odd reason, these folks decided that you were worth a lot of money to not be here. So be thankful that somehow the great gods have looked down upon you and Rathus decided, you know what? Fuck law. You're free. And so the guards kind of escort him out. You guys all head to the outside. You all get led out uh, outside of the stockade and notices. All right, well, that's been a pleasure. I'm going to go ahead and uh, go home, have a drink, and get some fucking sleep. Excellent idea. Don't get anyone else killed. Heads back inside. Uh, Gustavus 
kind of stepping out there. A couple his, his hat he, that he just had retrieved and given back to him. He puts on, kind of studies his coat, grabs the small sack of his personal belongings, and turns around to the rest of you. I, <laughs> thank you. I, I uh, this is more than I would have expected. Well, what will you do now? I don't know. I mean the. The circus is scattered. I would ask where uh, the Asha was. She would be a, a good right-hand man, but I don't see her around. Did she also? No, no. she uh, yeah. took off like she does. Your guess is as good as ours. Maybe you could find her. We're, <coughs> we're heading to the Menagerie Coast. Menagerie Coast. I haven't been there in a long time. You're more than welcome to hop on the wagon if you want. Can't promise much more beyond that. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. I should probably tie some loose ends now that I have the availability to do so. Thanks to you and your generosity. A, a word of advice. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever was keeping you in this cell, whatever was. Uh, making you comfortable in here. Just be careful of it. There's something inside you that's trying to put you in a box. Whatever, whatever guilt you're feeling, whatever thing that you feel that you're to blame for, uh, I would unload that burden, if not on us, on somebody, although we're happy to take it. Make an intimidation check. Intimidation is fine. I was trying to be kind of nice. It can write a line. Seven. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate your candor and, and advice, tall furry man. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I'll find an ear to bend one day. <sighs> Until then, let Gustav Fletching be forever. Your humble servant. Do you mean that? <clears throat> like, if we ever need you, can we hit you up? It's, a, it's an expression. Yeah, but I'm asking because you offered. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, I'm not nothing else going on. I'll come find right me now, but well, yeah. then come find me. Yeah. Okay. We'll send you a message. Wonderful. Don't you worry. I'm sure. Well. <sighs> Good night. And he walks off, and his lanky legs kind of almost bending with each step. He's such a strange, gangly elf. You've never quite seen an individual with this physicality. Boy, uh -huh. not that any of us can complain, but that guy likes to lay it on thick. He's very sad. For mm. does this mean Smiling I'm not the most off. abrasive yeah, person in the group sad. anymore? Well, I don't know if, if Deuce is abrasive, just sort of awkward, Four. aloof. Yeah, like just I know what I see. blunt. Here. I see funny rocks, I see funny people. It's not <laughs> sitting right, there's something unnatural about the build. When you oh, drink yeah. tea made of dead people, you see things. I toss Caduceus a little pouch. I would like to make a dexterity check to see if I catch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Sure. Uh, great dexterity Bless check. Bless, Bless you. Oh, excuse me. 12. That's off the forehead. It's more of a <laughs> <laughs> You have to save it, but you catch it. That's uh, what's left of Molly's gold. 65. Figure since you 
put down so much money for a stranger to be busted out. A little bit of reimbursement. Appreciate that. It's nice of you. Why? Why'd you do it? I, I told you why. I told him why. He was. It's not healthy to sit there and just hide from your problems. It's a lot of money for an esoteric reason. Is it? Yeah. How much yeah. money was it? <laughs> Four hundred gold. Yeah. How how much is that? It's, it's a, lot. a lot. Oh. Where did you even get that gold? We all divided it. That's tea for life. Oh. Hmm. Seems fair. Maybe we will. How much gold was that, by the way? Sixty-five. 65 gold. We'll yeah. give you uh, a little lessons in economics as we travel. You know, just for fucking future parlay situations. Well, I mean, what's the point of having gold if you're not using it for something? I mean, otherwise, yeah. it's just something that's making it heavier to walk. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> sounds odd, but all right. Yeah, we'll get into it. We got time. Seems fake. <laughs> As you guys make your way back to the nestled nook in, having seen and uh, what what has become of Gustav, and then change the trajectory of his journey as well, you all ruminate on the rather large sum of money you've given for what you hope is a good cause. Have another drink, and find your way to bed. And that's where we'll take a break. Oh! Hey. You spent a thousand gold. It was worth Jesus. it. Yeah, it was fucking worth it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the vibe. The vibe was it was worth it. That was really interesting. I was, that was, I was expecting that. was, by the way, the best whisper I've ever had, by the way. I'm not telling them at all what you said, but that was amazing. That was, that was a 27 insight. That was deep. 4,100. I was going to toss in way more, but you guys kind of tricked up the track. I didn't need to take it. This was, my, this was definitely my instigation, so I should bear the Front of it. What? Fair enough. All right. So I, I, I had to go to the, uh, I had to go to the wiki to find how much money he <laughs> still owed. <laughs> so thank you, everyone's critical role wiki. I'm gonna go up and look at Wikipedia. Yeah. I found it. Um, all right. So we have tonight, as part of our Moonwood giveaway. Ah, oh, 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 this is the uh, Purple Heart Dice Tower. Um, which has the Desert of Dintele, our fantastic grain in art from Devin Rue. Oh, it's so good. Looks so fantastic. It really does. Um, so this dice tower set comes together, magnetizes to assemble into an awesome dice tower. Uh, this will be given away at the end of the break to one lucky winner. So you need to hop on over to the uh, Critical Role Twitch chat during the break. That's Twitch.tv/CriticalRole, and enter only once the word. Coast, C-O-A-S-T. Coast. More than once. <laughs> I know. More than once, you'll be disqualified. Um, but we'll come back here at the end of the break, and we'll have a winner to announce. So see you here in a minute. Where's the box? There we go. What's in the box? I know it was coming. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. 
It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi, and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an Aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames. Dot com. Use code CRITICALROLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Oh, hey there. Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. Welcome back, and that was super late. Way, way, way late. late. Intentionally late. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Welcome back. So, first off, we have our winner, um, and the winner of the giveaway for this fantastic Wormwood Purple Heart Box, Devin Rue, Hard Scrolled something. There it is. No, no, no. 
is Tempe. T-E-M-P-Y-Y-Y. Tempe, congratulations. We'll have that sent out to you ASAP. Well done. We'll have a new one uh, to give you guys next week for the next giveaway. And thank you for our fine friends at Wormwood for being amazing. Yeah. All right, put that away. I wish Laura hadn't quit. I know. That was weird. She just was like, I'm out. <laughs> she was so good on the show. Being more important. Right out the front door. Wait, yeah. I already forgot what it is. Is it DPB? Is that right? That's right. DPB. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is not going away, is it? Big a month. Big. Peanut butter energy. Right. Yeah. Move over big dick energy. BDE is gone. Big dice. DPB is the best part is people try to explain it to other people and they're like, what does it mean? And they say dick and the peanut butter. They'll be like, no. What does it really mean? It's dick and the peanut butter. So it just means you're really invested. Let's do this. Slurp. Oh. So after taking the evening at <laughs> in Trostenwald, in the tavern, you rest up the following morning as uh, the sun rises into the sky, you have your meals, you prepare yourselves for the next leg of your journey. Is there anything else you wish to accomplish while in Trostenwald, or do you I wish do to? do my push-ups and my pull-ups. Totally, gotta keep it going, Yeah. Right? Upkeep, it's important for a moment. Meditation. But it works out more than I do. Meditation. There you go. Mm-hmm. Different kind of working out. Yeah. Is there a. That uh, <laughs> place called Natural Remedies, maybe? Or yes. maybe, yeah. the, maybe yeah. the general store? I uh, I don't know if it's possible. Can I get components to make it like a tangle foot bag? Like chemicals needed for that? It's a chemical thing, Travis. You wouldn't understand. You're pretending to have actually looked in the player's handbook for a while? I did not. Hey, Matt. I looked in the printout that Matt gave me. Oh. <laughs> the one page that I needed to play the game. That you keep up on that one. So yeah, no, uh, indeed, there is uh, natural remedies. There is the Lock Ward General. Uh, what are you looking for specifically? Uh, what do I need for that? For for goopy stuff? Tar? I don't know. Uh, it would be it would be tar and other. Uh, the chemical thing. It's it's well it's it's, it's a series of chemicals, um, a lot of tar and amber and, and resin and things that are pulled from tree sap. Um, there are other processes where you can distill that down, along with some uh, more crude clays to create this kind of uh, adhesive uh, um, substance. If you'd like to, I'll uh, yeah I'll, I'll turn turn into a little gnome or something and go around and shop and get all the the components I might need. Okay, so you can go ahead and do that. Uh, go ahead and make a. General deception check. Oh boy. Yeah, that's a two. <laughs> okay. Um, so you. Oh, wait, deception's minus three. So. So negative one? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What does the other side of failure look like? So I forget to turn my lower half into a. <laughs> 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 um, Minotaur. Yeah, and it's, it's not high stakes here. Not high stakes here. Okay. Um, so you do. You go and meet with Simon Earth of the Natural Remedies Shop. You can acquire the materials you need at the cost. Um, uh, specifically, the materials that you're trying to make if you're trying to do something alchemical um, at the cost of what it requires. Yes. Um, you get through one round of discussions with uh, uh, him before you begin to notice uh, Crown's Guard getting interested in your presence. One of them, for some reason, like his eye caught you strange, and he noticed something odd about the illusion and your physicality, and seems to be. You in the shop don't have a very good history. 
Uh, half gnome, half minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Just you have fun on the top. Yeah. yeah. I'll just go then, I guess. Uh, oh, looks like I've got a thing. Well, I'll come back tomorrow and finish shopping here. And I will definitely not flee town today. <laughs> you say loudly as you exit the facility. Um, the Crown's Guard are keeping a distance, but they're definitely kind of trailing you from about 25, 30 feet behind. Boy. It's a cold day, I think I'll just pop up my hood and walk a little brisker. They walk a little brisker, keeping pace with you. Maybe just, uh, uh, oh, look at what's that, and I'll run into an alley that way. <laughs> okay, make a stealth check. Natural one. Advantage. Ooh, that's even worse. <laughs> 17. 17. Okay. Uh, you dodging into the alleyway using what looks like one of the open window sills on the first floor and the edge kind of railing of, of the, the rooftop of this building that's immediately there, you dart up and manage to get your small uh, goblin form up onto the roof out of the, the point of view. You hear the crowns guard round the corner and run inside and begin looking around. They've seen like pushing barrels over and one of them who seems to be leading this charge goes like, well, fucking hell, where the hell she go? That's probably just my brain playing tricks on me. <sighs> and you hear them slowly walk away. They weren't fully invested in a chase, they were more just mistrusting and curious. <laughs> Kill them now. Alright, I'll just rejoin the others. So you back back to the rest of the troop. You guys have all your stuff gathered together to continue the rest of this journey. Um if you want to do anything alchemical, we'll take time uh, with, with the kit to do so. But uh, The dice have spoken, man. <laughs> so, gathered up, back onto the cart. Yep. Who is leading this next leg of the journey? Is it used to continuing to do so? I'm really enjoying uh, this. I get to see this wonderful I'll countryside. For a bit. Sure. Haven't taken a shift yet. All right, so the two of you make your way to the front of the cart and getting, heading southward. It is four days of travel to the Wuyun Gates. To the what gates? The Wuyun gates. These are the southern gates that mark the very edge of the southern portion of the empire. So, go ahead and make a perception check. Since Bo's helping you with advantage. Uh, 19. 19, okay. Uh, we'll save it for the sake of brevity here. The first two days of travel, uh, thanks to your tent as well, um, Staying off the beaten path during times of rest, you're managed to find some good hidden areas, and no issues happen in the night during the restful period. Uh, the second day goes by without issue. You do see a, uh, a small grouping of uh, merchants making their way northward with largely what is a chain of oxen. Uh, looks like they have about 12 or so of them that are uh, chained together, and they're heading northward, having made their way through the gates for some sort of a, a sale or a trade. Um, but it's just a curious spectacle as they come by. It's like one cart and just a lot of oxen, giant horns, uh, slowly making their way northward. As you pass around for the third day and fourth day, go ahead and make another perception check. Again with advantage? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, natural 20. Yeah. Damn. Rocking it today. Apparently. Which brings you to a total of 28. 28. 
far. Okay. Geo-cash, well, geocache. <laughs> More hidden treasure. As you get um, to the very, very southern side of this valley, you begin to see uh, as the Sirios Mountains and the uh, the uh, Ash Peaks begin to come and point together towards the actual Ruyun Gorge, which is this central ravine between the two mountain ranges that heads southward and exits the Marrow Valley entirely. As you approach, you begin to see the actual Wuyun Gates, which are these tall, uh, 50 foot high, uh, can't quite tell the width of it. You've traveled through these before once with Jester, mm-hmm. before coming into the Empire. And you know the, the width of these walls is at least 10 feet to 15 feet wide at its base. Um, the central gates themselves are not stone, but they are two very large iron-reinforced wooden doors that stand about 20 feet tall and are open and closed by uh, chain-based wrenches that, that uh, wrenches that rotate and open and close from each side of the interior of the wall. Your vision catches uh, what looks to be a troop of about 50 or so soldiers. Not dressed in the same bits of, of, of armor as the Crown's Guard that you've seen as you've traversed most of this countryside, but a different set of armor, largely uh, uh, bright red maroons and golds. Uh, and it looks like there are some tents and there's an encampment set on this side off to the eastern edge of the gate. Mr. Ford, uh, what, do, what do you think of that? Uh, to be honest with you, Caduceus, that was uh, not here the last time I was here. You recognize those uniforms? They're the Righteous Brand. Righteous Brand, yeah. They're the Righteous Brand. I, uh, I remember maybe a tenth of that. I assume border tensions are pretty high. Are we okay with these people, or should we? Uh, I think we should be fine. I mean, after all, we're we're leaving. We're not entering. Fair. As you guys get closer and closer to the gates, you can see uh, looks to be six Crowns Guard that are painstakingly inspecting every cart and uh, travel wagon that is making its way through the gate. They are stopping one by one and going through and poking and prodding and moving things in the carts to look for any stowaways, looking for hidden materials. Um, In this time of warfare, it looks like there is a very thorough process. And you can see the gates are open. yeah. Uh, you guys are about 300 feet away. He caught an eye, an eye, a vision of it very, very distantly. You guys are, are they haven't quite noticed you, your presence yet, or if they've noticed it, they haven't taken stock of it because we, they're focused on the We've traveled interest. four days to the south to the Uyun, Uyun Gates. And we're about to get. Yeah, we need Border to hop control. out. Border Patrol was there and they're checking every wagon. You yeah. came through when we were coming north. And there were like a couple guards, now there's like 50. It needs to be empty the way it looks. We need to hop out now. Yeah, we are. Uh, Caduceus, let's uh, pull off to the side and oh, try yeah, and find sure. some cover in the woods. Is there woods to cover behind? No, there, it is. It's it is, a gorge. Well, it, well the, the mountain ranges come together into this, the, the central gorge and the uh, what was previously tall grass plains with rolling hills and bits of rock has thinned out to be bits of scrub and then just hard rock floor. You're, you've kind of left the central valley and you're hitting more mountainous terrain. Perhaps we empty the car, walk on foot, and say we're looking to go out and bring goods and wares back into the Empire. I mean, I just don't want to bring a cart with a magical tarp over it that's designed for smuggling well, the tarp isn't magical. Is there a the way cart is magical. magical. Turn off the effect? Off, so it just, it just looks like it a cart. It needs to be empty the way it looks. Yeah. yeah. So when they okay. poke at it. So I think we should we'll all spill out now. Inside the car. Yeah, we'll walk on foot. Yeah. yeah. 
There's got to be a way to turn off the the enchantment, maybe. I mean, you could disenchant. Make an Arcana check. I'm probably not the person to make an Arcana check for this, but here we go. Nope, that is a natural one, (laughs) which makes give me a zero. You you contemplate over this enchantment that they've told you about the cart, and you guys watch as Caduceus kind of stares out in the space of it before this like trickle of blood begins to come out (laughs) of your nostril. Are you okay? What? There's you got a little. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. That's. uh, Does that happen when you think really hard? What? Just on a whim, do you maybe want to try to dispel the enchantment the way you did? Dispel, but then it won't no, come back. No, but then it won't work. It may not come back, as I thought. Yeah, I kind of like having would, would, I have dispel What magic, would I know but... about using that spell to make this go away temporarily or for good? Uh, it's hard to make an arcana check yourself, actually. That is 22. It depends on the basis of the enchantment. If if they're very powerful items, then there are sometimes means of temporarily subduing the enchantment. Objects that are a little more common, or the enchantments themselves are not as thorough, will it is a dispel and gone type scenario. Hey, let's roll off of this thing and take a walk. Yep. <clears throat> How about this? What about this? There's, we're not the only cart on the road, right? Uh, on this side of the road, you're the only one. There is one that is kind of in the gates right now that's full inspection, and you can now see from this distance that Caduceus has pointed out beyond the open gates, you can see a cluster of other carts. So there's a, a line trying to make Waiting their way come back through. Yes. We could plant some contraband on one of those carts. In the kerfuffle, they'll be like, hey, you, you guys are arrested, you're under arrest, and what we'll be like, oh, I don't think they're trying to arrest people on the way out. Yeah, they are searching both ways, it looks like. I think it will be easier to get out of the Empire Let than back in. Let them sticks in here and find nothing. Yeah. I think we're okay if we just all pile out. Besides, what kind of, again, the stick will disappear. But what kind of contraband do we have? We got a couple pouches of fungus, and that's about it. That's true. I have human jerky. Let's they keep that a secret, that okay? Just don't if say. I tell them it is. Yeah, but no. if they find, don't do that. if they find the lot of us going, mm. when they look in, that's bad. But oh, if they yeah, if walking. they poke at it and say, "What's with this cart?" We say it's a very good cart. Mm. Yeah, I agree. All right, yeah, let's right. risk it. Okay. I'm getting out of the cart. Me too. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, I mean, all, if they like it. reached in to be it. like. Yeah. Oh, are there hidden compartments? Would they see their arm? Their arm would essentially vanish as they put their arm through the illusion. Or if they're like, I'm going to climb up and check this out, Frank, and then they're like, Frank! The cart isn't covered. Let's just make it look totally empty. And if they ask why there's nothing, we we have a story, right? We're going to go pick up a shipment and bring it back. It's fine. It's just as long as they Nothing wrong with having an invisible cart. Just me. I'll do the talking, right? Um, Yep. Or maybe, uh, you know, no. Ford would be good at that. I'm going to focus on the thing. <clears throat> on the, oh. the, oh, the dodeca? Shouldn't Ford? Shouldn't I, since I've never done it before? Yeah, you actually, I was going to say, you haven't done it yet, I think okay, that. Ford, you focus on it. Right as I started to focus on it, you can feel it from me. Okay. <laughs> Everybody should try it. I will take the bag away and we'll swivel it over to Ford. But I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> In that brief moment, Ford. <laughs> oh shit, maybe she will come to You feel this momentary release, like, a, like a, a, a tether 
that previously had gone unseen is loosened. And there, in that brief bit of unexpected, free-floating freedom amongst the darkness, that warm, kind of gray-centered energy drifts towards you. Your fight-or-flight kicks in momentarily, but you consciously recall that your friends have been through this. Seems safe, and with that, it drifts towards you. And in a weird, familiar sense, you've had more than one object just enter your torso. Um, as it warmly touches your chest and dissipates within the inside of your body, your consciousness sh shifts back out of your concentration mode on the dodecahedron. And you can feel that lingering warmth still around your sternum, within, you know, beneath your armor, as you kind of release your hands from the object. That's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. You calm yourself, Jester. Lock it up. Lock it up. Mount up. Let's do this. All right. By mount up, he means walk everybody walk next to the cart. <laughs> <clears throat> so. As you all, walking alongside your cart towards the Wuyun Gates, the Crown's Guard begin to take notice of your presence. And you can see the one cart that was being inspected at the gates is given, apparently, the clear. They load their materials back into it and begin making their way northward, passing you as you head south. A second. Change into another form of some sort. Of which sort? Yeah. Just a halfling. Okay. Uh, yeah, or a tiny halfling. Okay. Maybe. You begin to hit a point, and there's enough room for maybe three carts to make it through here, but they're keeping it a two-lane uh, scenario here, this kind of pincher point. There is a cart now that's begun inspection, and about three different crowns guard are going through and rifling and lifting things out of the way. As you begin to approach, the crowns guard kind of put a hand up and guide you over with hand signals to the area to the immediate right of it, about maybe 10 feet to the west of the other cart. Uh, the captain approaches. You can see a, a woman in kind of uh, brownish uh, red hair, a bit uh, sun-bleached at the tips. Uh, it's uh, pulled up into a soft ponytail high on the head, and the crown's guard armor itself looks well-kept. Uh, you can see from the decorations, as you've seen it before, this is a captain, and uh, approaches. Halt! What is your business and where are you going? Uh, we are but merchants heading south down to Nicodranus and Port Damali in search of goods and wares. Very well. Uh, and what are you carrying across the border, please? Well, nothing but this cart. We are full of coin and yet have no products for trade. We hope to fix that south of the border. And two of the crown guards come over towards the cart and goes, uh, but what was what is within the sacks and uh, small boxes? Sacks oh no, we box. totally emptied the cart. No, you empty the cart, but, but the illusion oh. I've explained multiple times oh. is an illusion of just standard sacks uh, and boxes. What if none of us fully understood that <laughs> at all? I did. I did not. Um, may I? Yes. Uh, there's actually nothing on the cart. This is a preventative me measure against theft. Uh, you can feel free to inspect the cart yourself if you like. Make a persuasion check. So truthful. I know. It's so uh, ten. Ten. All right. Appreciate you being forthright. The two other guards come forward, and you watch as they kind of place their blades into and watch the banish go. Like, 
kind of neat, right? Looking back at the captain, you begin to poke forward, and you watch as their torsos vanish beyond the veil of the illusion and pull back. Duala! And the uh, captain approaches, and herself leans in and pulls back. You are not incorrect. You carry nothing on your cart. Um, this is a curious nature of an enchantment, indeed. Um, and you said you're heading to Nicodranas in Port Mali to acquire goods. What are you looking to acquire? Some simple fabrics, meats. Uh, my friends haven't sampled the cuisine down there, and I was hoping to show them a bit of the Menagerie Coast. Make a deception check. It's really bad you can roll again. Hold on, try it, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, fate of time. 17. 17. Burn it. She kind of gives you a close look, just not leaving uh, direct eye line to your pupils and hers, and watches you through the entire statement, and then... Very well. Move along. Look forward to seeing you on our return. Well. The inspection would be far more thorough that time. Oh, I figured we're not we're not difficult faces to remember. Right. Stay safe. You too. The boundaries. Who knows what's wandering from the dark side of Johas there? Eyes on your backs. Go! And the crown's guard kind of pull away, and the ones on the opposite end open the space for you guys to move your cart along. And with that, you pass through the gates of the Wuyun Gorge. Do the gates look any Boom, different since the last time we were there? Scratch marks, Boom. more warden wear. I just missed a uh, Make a perception <laughs> check. <laughs> Boom. You're like the one happy person at DMV. 19. <laughs> um, no. Okay, ma'am. It doesn't look like there's been any scuffle, no attacks. They haven't taken any tear from any sort of conflict, it looks like, from this end. Um, uh, but there are more <laughs> guards up along the top, you know, along the, the walkway above the, the wall. Previously, you guys had seen two uh, crossbowmen that were there. Right. There's now 10. Um, and the Righteous Brand themselves, while about 30 or so of them have been encamped in that one encampment, the rest of about 20 or so are scattered amongst different points on the mountains around the gate and are all kind of just scouts keeping eyes out for anyone trying to circumvent the pinch point. And those. It's pretty heavy interest in keeping watch on these borders, given the current conflict to the east. Um, but you pass through safely, allowed by the Crown's Guard, and within a few moments, you pass into the Wuyun Gorge proper, and a, a wave of acknowledgement hits most of you that for the first time, you are no longer in the Dwendalian Empire. So, you pass by the six or seven carts that are in line, and there's arguments and frustration. Some of them are currently very uh, vehemently arguing with the Crown's Guard, who are just holding the weight their turn. Uh, you just kind of keep your heads down and continue forward. And there you start heading into this large mountain pass, uh, extremely steep at certain points, where the mountains seem to have been carved down or uh, bisected by some ancient cataclysm, whether it be the calamity or some uh, great natural disaster long before that, it seems to be a, a very unique, uh, singular cleft down in the center of these two mountains that breaks the mountain range between the Sirius 
and the Ash Keeper. Uh, who's keeping? You're at the front of this? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. No advantage. Come on, deuce. Drop, drop that deuce. Uh, that's a 27. Oh, okay. Did it again. Wow. I'm rocking today. As you're kind of stalking ahead, yeah. riding before, you can see there's like bits of, of rock formations that have been pushed through by some sort of ancient seismic activity. There are you know pieces of rock that are platformed over, and there are outcroppings and caverns that have naturally uh, kind of been pushed out of the sides of this large ravine. Uh, it's quiet here, with the occasional echoing sound of birds squawking and calling to each other. There's a faint wind just occasionally drifting through and pulses. Uh, the uh, it's warm, the sun is above, and whereas previously you've been encountering the colder winter, especially further north of the Marrow Valley where the snowfall has been uh, rather consistent, the warm clothes you guys, many of you been wearing in that weather are beginning to capture the heat of this southern area, and as the sun is now high in the sky, cloudless, the blue above you, the beads of sweat begin to form across your back beneath your clothing. Caduceus. You hear this faint, guttural muttering of some kind. What languages do you know? I know a common elvish giant sylvan. He knows everything! It's an elven giant. Whoa, buddy. Caduceus MVP tonight. Wow, he's on a roll. May this carry you into the pile well, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was that? I heard what? some of the whisper. I heard it was crazy. What? There's giants up ahead. What? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? What? Where? Where up ahead? Shh, you didn't tell me we were going to giants. Get back in the gun. Get in the gun. All right. Do I know where that voice came from? You, with that roll, yes, you would. Um, looking ahead, and you guys have traveled a, f a number of hours past uh, the, the the gates, and about maybe thirty feet ahead of you, mm -hmm. behind one of these rock formations, you can see the vague outline of some sort of a large hulking figure, kind of leaned against it. Okay. You, you see the outside of a humanoid shoulder. And kind of the back of a, a matted bit of greased hair, maybe standing fifteen feet tall. All right. Um, what is it? It's uh, about thirty feet away. Uh, it's, it's about thirty feet ahead of you and to the right. All right. I think he's planning on ambushing us. What? <gasps> Hi. Just one. Just one I can see, although he's talking to someone. I'm going to cast calm emotions over there just to see calm what that does. Emotions. Okay. Just a little chamomile. Mm -hmm. Just call me. A little lavender. It's a 20-foot bomb, just in all that section oh. I can't see. Yep. This is a charisma saving throw. Against 16. It's mm. so a natural five yeah. with a minus one. That's going to be a no. Nice. a boy. Nice, Tal. All right. This is how you speak up. So, uh, <laughs> you can, the, the tension, and you guys can, as, as Caduceus has pointed out, this figure, you can see it kind of tense against the, the stone, and you see it, it was like reaching down 
uh, and it had the, just at a site there was some large rocky formation that it had kind of had its arms on, and it kind of leans back a bit and shakes its head. And as he pulls just beyond the outline of the, of the rock, you can see a second head right next to the first. Fuck. Two heads on one set of shoulders. And they both kind of shake away from each other, then together in a way, and one kind of looks at the other and... and just kind of waves in your direction. What are they wearing? Uh, mostly no clothing other than a bit of tattered leather and, and, and hide and furs that are kind of matted around the, the, the midsection and then dangling almost past the knees. Um, I'm just going to calmly run, keep moving the cart by them, and I'm just going to wave back and say, that's some great leather you're wearing there. Look great. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Holy as, shit. As the cart moves past, another voice, also in giant, comes across the way. You guys hear, <laughs> You look over to the other side, and from around another rock, you see another one of them, who's like, Looking livid at the other one, oh. um, go ahead and make an arc. This would be technically it's it's a it's a. I also, don't see any of you. They just see yeah. me and whoever's sitting up front oh, right now. Make a general intelligence check. Yeah, you really yeah. Jump to the back. If would like to like make a general intelligence check on this, uh, or you will, or just have general intelligence. Yeah, these are Ettons. They're what? Ettons, Ettons are large giant kin, two-headed beasts. Um, and they don't normally work in pairs. You know this instinctively because they argue enough between their two heads. Right. So to have two working together is already a very strained relationship. Yeah, like and the other one who's like yelling at the one across the ways, you guys are kind of in between. You recognize it as saying, What? Why? Stupid! <laughs> right there, don't wave! And the other head goes, <laughs> Don't wave. Yeah, well, what did he say? I'm going to go ahead no. just for the sake of this to so give you some visual yeah. perspective. Please, bring it. Oh, it may not go to combat, to that, but I want to give you a visual. I feel like oh, you worked no. so hard on a map, yeah, I was feeling God. a little guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Matt made this map and you just blew it to I us. am enjoying <laughs> this character uh, so much. Oh my God, look at how More amazing so that is. It's so pretty. Oh, you worked so hard on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just attack, just just because. And now the end just wants to crochet things with us. So. You guys would be right about Look at our oh, there. How come one Mamma Mia is way prettier than Dancing Queen? Yeah. All right. So, she general positioning. This would be in the front. Yeah. With Jester there. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm so tall. All right. Or no, was was Bo, were you in the front? All of us were in the back except. I, I think it was just me at this point. We can all be on the sides. Yeah. There you go. That'll work there. Whatever. Yeah. We'll say you're in the cart there, haphazardly. Yeah, because you guys can Look see this whole thing. Look at your little mini. Your mini's so pretty. Isn't he, isn't he yeah, pretty? I think it is. Whoa, Whoa, those things are huge! Oh my god, oh So this is the goodness. one that came around this end. They really have two arguing. heads? They literally have two heads. Ooh. And so, <laughs> that miniature is like the garbage pail kid card that you get 97 of. It is the most frequent <laughs> find in the box. Eddins? Eddins. Yeah. Got a lot of Eddins. So. This one currently under the calm emotions, which you're concentrating on. The other one is yelling at it, pointing at you, and the other guy's like, I can understand this too, and I'm I'm gonna chime in a bit. Just, 
I think it's really unfair that you're just putting this all on him. I think you really, I, you got to chill out a bit. Are you? I mean, like you seem like a nice guy. You're really like listening to this. God, I'm also still very gently, still moving forward. Okay, you guys. You guys got issues, man. Pushing slowly forward. <sighs> Kind of trotting along that way, uh, this guy comes out and begins arguing loudly with the other as he comes forward too, shouting at him, and they're both kind of yelling over both of you now. Oh my god! Just keep this going. Language, come on! Wow. You shut up! You know, I. You speak same? <laughs> yeah, man. Who doesn't speak giant? That's just rude. And the one who you didn't cast it on is like. You so dumb you do not listen! Ruin this! I don't think you're dumb. And I'm still going. <laughs> you push ahead a little bit further. Oh, God! Uh, in the meantime, I pull out a white feather and I trace a triangle in the air and I cast uh, fear on this one. Oh! Bless you. And what's the saving throw on that one? Uh, 16. There's a natural 13, and what's the wisdom save? Uh, 13 oh, is, is a, a wisdom DC. save, you said? It's a wisdom save. Yeah, 13. that's a failure. <laughs> so that one. What the fuck? Wizards, man! Goes from arguing, goes like. We're fine! You know, finish this! We do it ourselves! And they reach over and grab this large boulder and begin to pick it up, and at that point, Caleb finishes the incantation. They go, drop it! And just start running the opposite direction as the cart begins to slowly roll forward. This is great! It begins this charging awesome. off this way. Oh my god. Stay alright, my friend. You stay alright. Not on the shoulder. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Those two just saw their worst fears. Wow. This guy just turns around and begins to like, waves back to you and heads around that direction. Um, it's, it's, it's not a concentration, by the way. Calm emotions is. Calm emotions for me is not doesn't uh, is not a concentration. Is it? No. Yes, it is. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know how to read spells yet. That's okay. It cool. also only lasts a minute. Yeah. So you know we've been rolling. Oh, so these guys both run off the side there. Yeah, we're going, and now I'm booking. <laughs> so. Wow. Whoa. Boom, motherfuckers! Awesome. Yay! Fire. So as you guys oh, continue running, it's so beautiful. He used it, kind of. Wait, no, he can spin it around, yeah. and it's Ooh, a different it's part of the canyon entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And you have to turn the little marquee again. hundred feet later. He already did it. He already did it. Yep. Now we're in a totally different place. This is like old animation where it just repeats and repeats yeah. and repeats. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as you guys continue pressing forward on this, end, oh god, oh, oh, no. oh, no. the rocks destroy you. It's terrifying. Alrighty. Caduceus, that was amazing! That we was better really run. Awesome. And Caleb. So the horses Even better. moving forward. <laughs> I tell the horses. What are you going to buy with all the credits? We're, keep, we're going fast. Alright, so make an animal handling check because you're not going into a straight. You're moving somewhere. Just go uh, for it. So animal handling? Yep. Uh, 21. Jesus! Without issue, you, horse speaker, Caduceus Clay. Uh, give them the intent to go into a gallop, and they begin picking up loudly. You hear the, the kind of the softening, and as they begin galloping forward, the cart taking a speed. At which point, you hear a voice behind go, "Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> Dig us up!" And you see as, as the, the one with calm emotions begins charging forward. Is it uh, saving throw on fear every turn? Uh, I assume it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> where to go? Where to go? 
This is my first time casting it. Um, uh, if the creature ends, it's, it must take the dash action. If the creature. For the duration, it just says it becomes frightened for the duration. How long is the duration? Uh, one minute. Doesn't say there's any save. Concentration. I'm looking. Um, no, Where is if it? It, you see it? If a creature ends its uh, turn in a location, what oh, does that mean? If it doesn't have line of sight on me, it makes a wisdom save. Right. Ah. So it fails the first one, succeeds in the second one. Okay. So it'd be three rounds in, it gains it back, which right. is just about time it would take for the calm emotions to fade at this point. So. Uh, at this point, as you guys are running forward at a double speed here, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, horse speed, pulling the cart though, it's only going to be the actual horse speed. Um, I'll go ahead and hop out and try and give the. Uh, About there. Give the horses less weight to pull and run alongside. Okay, so Bo's now charging alongside there. The rest of you are pushing forward. Can be going in that realm, at which point this. Oh no. Etten comes charging around the corner there, no longer affected by the calm emotions, and you can see the other one is rushing up behind, going, You stupid! We're supposed to work together! And the one to the left goes like, I told you we shouldn't work with more than one! <laughs> and he's right off the side here beginning to give so. I need everyone to roll initiative now. On their end. I mean, we could do both. Alrighty, so 25 to 20. 24. 23. Nice, nice, nice. 20 to 15? 16. Ooh. <laughs> Alrighty, and then we have. Fuckery Brothers at a time. I'll produce this on Caden. Yep. Alright, 15 to 10? 10. Oh no. Oh no. no. Chester, where did you land? <laughs> he landed on six. Oh. Alrighty. Busy sad day. Sorry, Chester. Alright, so not you're up first. They're not like running. You, can, How far you see is the, the closest they have one? a battle axe in one hand that's kind of half made out of stone with a giant piece of splintered tree wood that's been wrapped around it with, with rope. The other hand, they have just a giant club from another piece of like a dried and dead tree that still has bits of root and chunks of rock jammed in the side of it. And they're both charging towards you. And one, one head's looking at you, and the other's kind of just looking up at the air at a bird that flows overhead. It looks a little spooky. Like, hmm. So, what are you doing? How far is the closest one? Uh, the closest one to you, because you're technically in the back of the cart right technically here. Technically, you're in the back of the yeah, cart. Yes, so it would be about five, five, 35 feet from you. Yeah. Some fucking things. In the hole. I know. Because uh, I'm hidden from their view, right? As far as I know? As far as you know, yeah. They don't know you're in the cart. Mm. Mm. Boards in there as well. Yeah, I guess I'll hold, I mean, otherwise I have to shoot it at disadvantage. Um, eh, I'll take a shot at All disadvantage. Right. I'm, I'm hidden, though, so. You are, so it doesn't know you're there, so you have advantage, so it's just a single roll. No. <laughs> uh, that's a 10. 10 misses. Shri goes wide out of the side, and you watch as the head that was watching the bird goes 
and just peers close towards the cart with an untrusting eye. It's kind of chin turning to the side. And this is a terrible look now. You see these like very, very uh, bulbous faces of a combination of, of just muscle and fat pushing into the eye sockets of these tiny, beady, giant eyes. You see these these kind of roundish, pushed-in pug noses in this large, gaping jaw, ogre-like, with two big tusks that protrude from underneath. Uh, long, kind of scraggly, dark beards that kind of pour down the sides of their face and over the front of their chest, kind of mingling with matted bits of chest hair over this uh, kind of uh, tanned and sun-weathered uh, flesh, kind of uncovered, made of sheer muscle uh, and anger. You can see uh, uh, each head has its own series of scars and weird personality. And as they're running, they're still kind of arguing with each other as they're in the process of getting into you. <laughs> we need to go from the side. No direct attack. On this side, everyone goes like, Budak, don't be stupid. And the other head's like, but Budak's our friend. Shut up. <laughs> so, that end of your turn, not? Uh, I can bonus action fire again, yeah, or, or I can you. get off this card of death that they're going to be swinging at pretty soon. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'll, sw- I'll just shoot again. I'll just shoot again. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> se- uh, 17. That's 17. Mm-hmm. They're big. Alrighty. That uh, hits the guy over here, yes. Sneak attack or no? Uh, yeah, he still hasn't quite seen oh, you. Oh, that's uh, great. It shot out there, but he's not quite sure what's going on. They're not very intelligent creatures, you get the, the idea. Um, Ooh, not bad. Uh, I'll use Fury of the Small. Already. So that's uh, 25. 25 points of damage. Nice! So as they're running, the bolts. Let's loose and goes right into the lower jaw of the one on the left, the one that was being referred to as, as Bodak. Bodak. Uh, Budak. Budak. And it, as it hits, it goes starts reaching up with the hand that's holding the club to try and pull the uh, the bolt out, while the other head goes, Come on, put your weight into it! And just keeps charging forward. That end your turn up? Yep. All right, Bo, you're up. Are the horses still going to move on Caduceus's turn? The horses move at initiative count 20. Just for ease of maintaining it. Okay. Which is right after Caleb and Caduceus, I believe, right? What'd you roll? Uh, 17. Oh, 17, so it's, about, it's before you guys. Or 16. 16. Was it 16? You guys 16. 16. Yeah. So it's before Caleb, sorry. So after your turn, the horses will move up. Fuck, what do I do? What do you do? What do you do? I mean, do? I can get to one of them for sure. I can get to that one, but I can't. Can I get to that one over there? Possibly. Your movement is 45. 45. Yeah, you can definitely get to this guy. Mm. And you're on your own. You're on your own. And we're moving at speed. What are you doing, Okay, so we are moving. We are moving. The cart's moving regardless. Let what are you me. Doing? I'm going to go um, Solo those kind things. of right in the middle in between them, um, behind the cart. Right here? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, back a little bit more Jockey towards you, towards you. Oh, there. Yeah, and okay. then I'm going to um, take the dodge action. Patient defense or dodge action. I'm going to take yeah, the dodge action. Can I hold my attack if I take the dodge action? No, it's hold. It's holding your action. Would be holding doing that, and then you would bonus action. Patient defense. Patient defense. Can I do that? You can do that. I do that. All right. So bonus action, patient defense, defense and then. And I'm going to hold my action as soon as one of them is close enough. To, to hit. Okay, so you're ready an attack for when one of them gets close enough to Correct. hit. Correct. You got it. All right, that ends Bo's turn. The horses now move. Oh, no, Bo. 
It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, she's uh. We'll be back in a few hours. You guys go. Keep going, keep going. She got Flintstone feet. Yeah. Alrighty. That brings us to Caleb. How far away from oh boy? Boy, now we're. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, it does. Uh, uh, Caleb is going to jump out of the back of the car. Oh, no. no! Caleb, no! And get. That's one way to die! Has its own narrative within the, <laughs> the minis. Can't see I'm going to move to here. Alrighty. And uh, as I'm moving forward, I'm pulling out uh, a pinch of uh, iron powder, and I uh, let go of it and pull my fingers apart, and Bo again becomes uh, regard. Oh, snap! And I will use the rest of my movement, I think it's ten, or five or 10 feet more, then to back away towards the cart once I've done it. Where is the mini? Where's Big Bo? Big bow. Don't let big me down. Bow. Is there a big bow? Where I painted it. Big I can't remember when we, when the, with the move where it got put. Oh, that's um, why I did this so I could see the big mini. Back. I know. I'm so angry. I know. Um, we, the move we, in the, is this the same day as, as we disguised ourselves, or have we have we had a sleep? From when we passed, when we got the bag. It's of been jewels. a couple hours. Okay. Since, since the disguise we got the jewels. Worn off. All right. Okay. Just making sure that. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, from the jewels, yeah, it's been a few days. It's right. been days. Okay. Oh, from the jewels. Four days from the jewels. So yeah, no, we're fine. Okay. So yeah, you're fine. If anyone in production wants to look for big bow minis. Uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, this would be the time to unveil it, but nevertheless, here we are with the chaos of the past few weeks of eh, moving. Theater Next of time. Mind. Next time, there you go, there's, there's, there's big bow taking up all that space. All right, and then any of your, the remainder of your movement, Caleb? Uh, backing towards the car, okay. jogging you can, backwards. You can get up against the car, but not yeah. into it. Yep, 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 doing all that right. backward jog. That ends your go. Uh, Caduceus. Um, I'm trying to figure out that thing that I can do, or I can I can make make a um, um, someone vulnerable to terrible things. What? Um, oh, that's your channel, Divinity. Yeah, it was. It's a. Um, I'm trying to find it. Uh, Path of the Grave. Yes. Um, What's the range on it? I'm too far away. It's 30 feet. Yeah, you have to get closer. Uh, all right, so I can't quite do that yet. That's really frustrating. I'm flying, so I'm just going to do um, what I can do from this uh, distance, with it, which is Sacred Flame, I suppose. Okay, um, against which one? Um, I always take the left. All right, left one over here, you mean? Uh, now my left. Your one. Yeah. Check. All right, that is uh, a natural 19 wisdom uh, save. A deck save. Deck save? Oh, it's an 18. Still oh. makes it though. Yeah, still makes it. So no effect, unfortunately. Mm. And then sees it coming and is like, <clears throat> ducks out of the way, and <clears throat> the burst of divine energy kind of just explodes in the middle of the air to no effect. Okay, and that's uh, your action. Uh, that's my, that's my action. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay, it's now their turn. The two Etans rolled a fifteen and a fourteen initiative. Uh, mm. So this one here, this one here is going to go ahead and just run past. Going to go over on this end. It's 44, 45, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and then dash. Oh. 5, 10, 15, <gasps> 20. You're amazing. I told you production would find yes, it. Yes, we got it. Max is the best. <laughs> oh, she's so much better. Optimus Prime. <laughs> I love it. Now that's Wolverguard right there. Oh my god. It worked so hard to paint it and then it never came up, and the moment it did, I was so sad. Thank you, Max. Roll out. Uh, this guy is going to go ahead and just. Up and just, just go back and forth on this. Uh, so that one up there it makes no action, but it's coming up right up to the cart and has both of its weapons out. 
Um, I all get right. an attack as soon as he comes up to me. Yes, you can. He can't see us. Well, that's balls. Ten. Ten does not hit. Ducks out of the way. Oh my god. Fuck you, Gil. Gil, you're the worst person. What was that? Three and a four. She rolled. Okay, so now you do actually make impact. With the eleven. Your fist hits the stomach, and okay. it hits what feels like solid stone with a layer of blubber as you watch that kind of ripple around the tummy. It's kind of one head goes, and the other goes, and they both <laughs> focus on you. You need to work out. And then both heads go, and look momentarily insecure before they go, no, we don't! And you're going to take two strikes at you with disadvantage because of your education defense. That's like, rah, 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 rah. can't see us, right? That is a uh, can still hit. 15 to hit, which does not hit your AC. The other strike <laughs> does not hit. That's a, that's a 14 to hit. So you just have and just deflect him out of the way. Stop moving, slightly bigger lady! Is what you hear. What you hear, Nabi, me! Uh, that ends there. Go forward. You're up. Sounds oh my like god. Oh Jesus. Okay. It's like right above you. You look up on it, and it, it doesn't see you. It like it hasn't focused on anyone in the cart. We're all doing the like. Oh. Yeah, and it's looking right down, kind of at Caleb. One head's looking at Caleb, and the other one's looking at Caduceus, and both weapons are kind of raising up one for each of them. What are you doing? Oh, I do. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take two swings uh, with the uh, the summer dance falchion. Go for uh, it. At the, the guy right next to us. That is not, it's a 13. 13 hits. Oh, nice! They're big, they don't have a lot of armor. That's great, uh, and 16. Both hit, go and roll damage. Yes, yeah, summer dance. Yes, summer dance. Summer dance now. So that's nine points of damage on the first. <laughs> Everybody, summer dance now! Five points of damage on the second, so 13 total. 13 total. And with my bonus action, can I cast uh, Hexblade's Curse at the guy standing right next to us? Yes, you may. So as you kind of reach out, the blade emerging out of the weird illusion, and you can see him look confused, leans forward and the head peeks past oh no, the point of illusion to see all of you in the cart. As, as its head, which is the size of your body, kind of leans forward and grins, the horrible stench of its, its, its terrible breath kind of pour in, you instinctually let loose the curse, and you watch as the shadows kind of leap up into its face, and it backs up a bit, and the shadows now have kind of coalesced around the corners of its jaw and the inside of its, of its uh, muscular and flabby torso. Uh, the curse has taken hold. Can I turn and say, save the cart, scatter! <laughs> sure, that ends your turn forward. Yep. Uh, Jester, you're up. Oh, that's me? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to um, cast Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action. Alrighty, where are you putting it? <laughs> right Another. above his head so I can smack him. There you go. Another critter made gift here. Yay, look Yay. at that cutie. So, Look, he's going to smack him on the butt. Was it? Was it? Was it? It's just a cute little. It's another floating lollipop. Uh, go ahead and make him attack with it. Oh, 24. That hits. Put more damage on that. That's just a one, so that's nah, no. Yeah, five. Five points of damage with the spiritual weapon. Yeah. On the back of the shoulders. And you still have your action to do. And then I'm going to run forward and touch him and cast Inflict Wound. That's two spells in the same round. Just kidding. You can trip. I'm going to cantrip him. Damn it. I'm going to cast. Told it dead. Okay. <laughs> That's a what save? 
That's, uh, let me click on it and find out. <laughs> Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, that is a nine. He does yeah! not succeed. Spend more damage on that. Two D twelve. That doesn't count because it jumped out. That's a shame. I know. Hey! Woo! Woo! Two nines. Eighteen points 18 of damage. Eighteen points of damage. So after it gets slammed in the back of the head on the left side. One for each head. Yeah. Both. <laughs> they both kind of. And he watches kind of dark brackish blood kind of pour out of the ears of each head as they kind of rear back from the impact. That and then turn? I jump out of the cart and run towards the horses. Okay. On the opposite side. So Jester leaves the cart and then join the horses there. Yeah, I gotta run past the horses because okay. I know they're gonna catch up with me. Two, three. Yeah. So you're now. Might want to be there. Yeah, not in front. You're not gonna be <laughs> trampled you know, by like, it. I know, I know. Okay. All right, that ends your turn. Back to the top of the round. Not you're up. Me again? Yep. Bo, you're on deck. Oh, but I'm not hidden anymore. Mm. He just looked in and saw you. Even though you're hidden in the illusion, it's aware of your presence and but your Ford basic is right location. Right next to him. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Ford's Ford, engaged. Ford is engaged. Typically, right, so are you. Then I will. <laughs> but that's a sneak attack. Still, yes. No. You maybe. managed to hit. Oh yes. Which, yeah, you don't. You don't suffer range then in I will, melee. I will. Sh- I will shoot. Shoot ski. Uh, yeah. So that's a uh, twenty something. Yeah, that hits. That hits. Okay. Uh, wow, good roll. 21. Oh, good 21. <laughs> <laughs> 21 to hit or 21 damage? 21 damage. Yeah, that does it. Poof. All right, cool. So it, as it's kind of pulled back, the, the impact of the bells, it's kind of almost reaching up instinctually, though it's holding weapons, it can't really plug its ears, so it kind of uninstinctually bashes into each head a little bit with its own fists. And as it pulls back, you see that one little exposed bit of the throat on the one on the right, and you can release it and that horrible sucking sound as it's like jammed into its its trachea, and it's like, and the other head's like, which you hear is, stop complaining. Um, so that's your action. Uh, great, I will uh, use disengage and right. hop off the cart and try to run up next to Jester. Alrighty. You're on your own, Ford! <laughs> <laughs> You said scatter! There you go. <laughs> All right, then it's your turn. Yep. Oh, you're up. Okay, I'm going to take. Caleb, you're on deck. Yep. Grab my hands behind this guy's head and just go with him a full you're, knee. You're going to have Right head, right into the knee. Go for it. Roll first attack. Oh, uh, 17. 17 hits. Okay, I'm going to do stunning strike. All righty. Uh, uh, eight damage. Eight points of damage, and it's a constitution saving throw? Yep. Uh, that is an eight. He does not Fail. succeed. Fail. He is stunned. Fail. I'm now going so to. As, as you grab the head, and you grab one head, and then with the other hand, grab the other, and like pull them down, almost like slapping two heads together in a three suiters <laughs> thing, but into your knee. Yeah. And you see one of them like drops. The club on one side, and its hand, its hand reaches up to try and grab the face, and it's just all sorts of discombobulated. So continue your round. You have an advantage on your attacks now. Um, I am now going to. Don't forget to roll your extra d4 for damage because you're. Oh, that's right. Thanks, Kale. Caltrop. Extra one point. Nine. Better than eight. Nine. All right. Um, In most countries. I am now going to. Um, Attempt to just, with that knee, uh, give a full front kick and try and knock him prone. Okay. And that's an athletics check, right? Yes, yeah, so he's using an action to go ahead and try and shove. Yeah, because I, I have advantage on athletics checks. Oh, shit, you've been 
Okay, 17 again. Natural oh, two. Sorry. No, mm -hmm. wait, sorry. 16, but that's okay. Natural two. And even then, he's done. So he would have. It doesn't say anything about that, folks. Who's trying to escape it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's down. So, so as you trip the legs out from under with like a low sweep and a shove under the ground, weapons clattering to the middle of the ravine to the, each side of it. I'm not gonna turn, and I'm gonna run full sprint towards that guy. My 45 speed. Forty-five. You get right there. Oh boy! Uh, bonus action, flurry of blows. Go for it. Uh, let me flurry of blows. Flurry of blows. So glad we got to use big bow. <laughs> she is big bow. A big bow. A big bow. A big bow. Okay. First attack. Big bow. Big bow. Natural bow. eighteen. Yeah, that'll hit. Second attack. I'm just gonna do both of them. Natural one. Oof. So we'll take that natural 18, which is three plus another three, six plus four, so nine damage. Six plus damage. Ten damage. There you go. <laughs> so okay. I know. We're so we're so gone. So, so, so as you rush up, the yeah. first one crack slams across the jaw, the left head, like slow-mo jaw spinning. The other one you go to, to strike the other head. And this one, the actual, the hand that's holding the the battle axe, it drops the battle axe to catch your large fist in its hand, oh, and kind of lean over. So one head's pulled back. Uh, another head kind of peeks around the other head, going. Uh. Can I try and do with a flurry of blows? Can I also try and make that a stunning strike? Can I double down? Uh, there's no. nothing that says you can't. You have to spend more key points to try it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and stun him with that first one. Okay. Can I do that, do or is it, it too far beyond? Uh, you can, but you didn't weren't aware of it. So we can try. I'm okay that if it's too late. A, that is a 19. Okay, a natural 16 plus 3. It has a pretty good constitution modifier, so. So it does resist the stunning strike. Okay. But good try. All right, that ends bows go. Caleb, you're up, and then Caduceus. Uh, I don't know if this thing can hit me, but I'm going to risk uh, uh, going this way away from it, up onto the gray stone. This way, over here? Yeah. All right, it is not stunned. It does get a reaction. So yeah. as you're pulling back, way, it yeah. swings. Okay, it swings okay. high with its club as it's currently dropped the, uh, the battle axe. That's going to be. It's a natural 15 plus 8. That is a 23 to hit. Oh, take it. All right. Game of no! Can you heal him? 19 <laughs> points of. Uh, yeah, 19 points of piercing damage as this club swings over 19. with its jagged rocks and bits of stone and. and uh, Wait, did you throw it at him? No, he's uh, swung he's back and reach. Ten feet of reach, probably. I get my sentinel attack, right? Yep. You do, yes. Monks, man. Yeah, it hits, Correct. that's yeah, a natural 15. Yeah, monks with sentinel. They're nasty. Two plus four plus my extra four, so that's uh, uh, six plus three is nine. Nine points of damage, nice. So with this one, you crack again as as the the hit just slams into Cable's back, sending him flying and basically shoulder rolling, sliding onto the ground and barely getting back up. Kind of knocked a bit for a loop from the impact, but you don't notice that as as you see the swing hit Caleb distinctly. You just whoosh, and slam your elbow right into the rib cage. You hear multiple cracks as you get a good solid like six or seven inches into the torso with your elbow as you just shattered parts of the rib cage there. This guy's looking pretty rough. 
Oh boy. Fuck. Okay. Uh, but I'm not done, so uh, pushing myself up and trying to focus on the one on the ground and seeing double hand on the glove, uh, tighten it, and I am going to release three uh, rays from it and uh, hit the guy, hit the mic first, and then hit the Edson on the ground. All right. Is that an advantage because he's down? No, it's a disadvantage because he's prone. I'm going to do it anyway. All right. All right, so. That was a lot. First one is uh, <laughs> 10, doesn't hit. <laughs> Second one is uh, 20. That hits. Uh, third one is uh, 19. All right, so two hit. Go ahead and roll okay. 46. <laughs> good rolls. And I'll good roll. Uh, oh, I six six one one. So oh, well, there goes. fourteen points of damage. All right, fourteen yeah, points great. of fire damage as one of them fires off to the side and hits a stone, sending bits of rock and dust out to the side. The two other ones slam into the sides of the Etten is currently trying to find its way up, but it has no ability to move its muscles. Its its uh, body still tense from the stunning strike, uh, which actually would have had advantage. it would have given advantage on the attack because he's stunned. So, so it would have even so, thought. Yeah, I, I forgot that. So go ahead and roll one more attack. Uh, one more roll for the first one. Uh, that's a two. So yeah, first one still misses. So. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. So as the flames kind of burn and begin to ignite elements, or at least singe bits of the furs and leathers that kind of wrap around its midsection, it's still desperately trying to get back to its feet. That ends your go. Caduceus, you're up. Um, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to um, tap my staff and say, "Time to get out, children." Okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring a little uh, nest of creatures right in his on the, on the back of his business right there. All right. Yep. So like onto his weenus. Well, I mean, they get everything. You were in jail when this happened last yeah. time. You watch as, as Caduceus from the back of the, of the cart riding it slams his staff into the top of the cart, and beetles just begin to swarm out of the staff. They've been living on the inside, and then <laughs> scooting over and begin swarming and biting and just attacking the side of the Etten as it's currently being consumed by the shadow and everything around it. So go ahead and roll an attack for the. Uh, what is the attack for that? Yeah. I think I might have that here. Hold on, where is it? It should be in the staff. It's been acting a little weird. Okay, um, um, as a bonus action, is it, uh, it doesn't actually say the, it doesn't give me the attack stuff for it because it's it's not linked to it properly. Oh, weird. Oh, no. It's just like, yeah, it's um, blanks. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But here, I'll find it. Thank you, sorry. Swarm of beetles. Uh, so, uh, roll, and roll, bite attack, so it's a d20 plus three. Uh, 10. Ten total. Yeah, it misses. Oh, no. The beetles are climbing up the side of its body, but they're unable to penetrate the thick giantkin skin. It doesn't seem to mind so much as they haven't been able to get into any sort of sensitive tissue. But you can see this dark cluster as the beetles are beginning to just form up the right side of its body. I'm gonna need a little bit more. I I, I turn to one of the beetles and like make him feel this, and then the beetle bites me, and then swarms and attacks him on casting bane. Oh, alrighty. Or can you? Yeah, because the beetle brings my blood. I have to spill blood for this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, drop blood. <laughs> All right, so the three creatures in range, 30 feet. Yes, yeah, so only hit the one guy. Only can hit the one. Also All right, Christmas like saving throw. Christmas saving throw. Natural 19 minus That's one. Fucker. I know, I'm sorry. So it succeeds. Boom. But hey, you saw a lot of things. You did. You oh, you've, you, really you avoided yeah. this. This ambush could have been a lot more harrowing. Oh, yeah, we're doing good. 
They would they, they were gonna try to smash okay. the card. I'm just gonna spend the spell uh, slot. Alright, so that, that ends your turn, Caduceus? That's what I got. Yeah. Alright, so now it's I'm driving, there. Driving the horses. Oh, actually, and the horses are trying to push forward, actually. They would have pushed. Yeah, technically. Oh no, Jester got run over! Oh no! Jester got run over by the horses, the horses know who our friends are. Alright, so now this guy. Is no longer stunned. Oh, no, he's stunned until the end of your turn. That's yes, right. I remember that. So he's still stunned. He can't do anything. I thought he was dead. No. No, he's, he's just down. he's just on the ground, stunned, prone, and like oh, until no. the end of her turn. He's much less damaged damage. than the other guy. Oh no! The other guy uh, is going to go ahead and move. I don't suppose the other swarm's not going to attack of opportunity. No, they do not. He's going to move forward. I'm going to buy an extra reaction oh. for right. Sentinel. So you're going to use a key point to buy an extra reaction. Make an attack. Wow. Keep this motherfucker from going. That's one of the abilities of the class, yeah. That is amazing. Um, 15. <laughs> 15 no, 16. Hits. 16, 16 hits, good roll damage. So he doesn't get to move, does he? No, he, he does not. He, does he, gets, he doesn't get to move past the melee range. He gets caught there from the Sentinel feet. Sentinel in this class He's in particular is a really, really good synergy. Pop, pop, motherfucker. You want to make a monk tank? In this position. Four. You clearly <laughs> see how the decision is three. Nine damage, and he doesn't get to move. Wow. Nine damage. How do you want to do this? Oh! <laughs> yeah, he doesn't move. Um. So as he's trying to run away, and since I'm Big Bo, and I can do this, I just go, oh, nope, nope, and I just stick my leg out and trip him. <laughs> Onto the ground, both faces, into the stone and rock below you. Yeah, that's it. That's it? <laughs> I just it hits three and stops just moving, and you're like, why, why is, like, how bad was it? And you kind of kick the body over a little kinda bit with like your large bow form, pull it back, and you can see head. there was a, a cluster of sharpened stones in the ground that both faces kind of <laughs> fell onto and just kind of pierced into the skull. It was kind of a trail of crimson coming out of the gap. That was real convenient, guys. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was real convenient. That was real. That was, that was deeper than real. Let's All get right. the fuck out of End here. End of Bo's turn. That guy's no longer stunned. All right. Uh, that brings us to Ford. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got done seeing the T Rex above my head and big ass Ford knock it down and kill it. That so was Bo's turn. Well, no, it was Bo's reaction. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was the ogre's turn, yeah. or the, uh, the Enten's turn, and one of them. Got unstunned and the. Nice. I mean. I'm oh, sorry, it wasn't Bo's turn, so it's still stunned, actually. That's right. Still stunned. I remember that. Yeah. Nice. So happy to be out of death's doorway. I'm just going to send uh, two Eldritch Blasts towards right. the guy on the ground. All right, go for it. That's so just a straight roll each. Great. Uh, 22. 22 hits and. And uh, 12. 12 just hits. Just hits. Great. Okay. Oh, 1d10. That's seven. And da, 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 nine, so sixteen points. Sixteen of points of damage. It's like <laughs> the other face is like, <laughs> which you recognize as being sucked up. Um, is that in your turn, Ford? Yes, it does. All right, Ford's staying inside. Jester, you're up. Oh man, okay. I'm gonna send my um, spiritual weapon over. Does it get there? Probably oh, not. That's fine. Did it hit one guy though? Um, am I within 120 feet of the yes, guy you that's are. done? Okay, then I'm going to cast a guiding bolt at um third level. Fuck it. <laughs> Alrighty, go ahead and roll. It's a straight attack roll. Thanks to him being stunned and prone, so they cancel out the advantage and disadvantage. Okay, guiding bolt. Hold on, I'm sorry, I can't tell what's happening. That's okay. Guiding bolt. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, that does hit. That's 19. Yeah. All right, roll some damage. 6d6. Kill him. Kill him. I love it. That, up that was only happens. that was good. only 5, huh? That was no. 5, yeah. Yeah, okay. 6 plus 10 is 16, 23. Plus one more. Ah, 24. 24 points of damage. Nice. So as this, you watch this gesture pulls back, kind of uh, clutching the symbol of the traveler around her, her neck, and around puts, my, it's on my. Waist. I was on your waist, sorry. So you pull it up from the waist and <laughs> release the guiding bolt, which as, as 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 it shoots out as a singular beam, you watch as it swells with energy and intensity, and just wham slams into it. Actually pushes him back five feet. Boom from the impact. And there you can see from the impact, the energy seems to expand and then contract to it. And you can now see the sparkle because Guiding Bolt now gives advantage to the next attack against oh. it. Um, and uh, but the movement? I'm going to hop back on the cart. All right. Hop back up on the cart. did you see that? I, I saw it, Dister. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Already. Got a little pee in the pants right now. Top of the round, not you're up. <laughs> Me? Yep. Oh, gods. Um, I'm too fucking I'm going to be stuck in the cart. So. You're gonna be stopping the cart? But the guy's, thing! This guy's gonna be trashed. <laughs> oh no! Alright, I'll. I'll uh, uh, He's big enough to still be in the battlefield. Okay, well then I'm gonna run up to the dead body and hide behind it. Okay. Or in it. <laughs> it's not like a corpse to hide into. Like uh, and then I'll hold my action till the other one uh, starts moving towards us. Okay. Gotcha. That ends Knott's turn. Bow, you're up. Um, I'm just going. Bonus action, hide. Back there. Okay, roll stealth check. Okay, twenty-one. Got it. Okay. Bo, your turn. Kim, you're up next. Yeah. Caduceus on deck. You're holding your action till it moves, it moves towards us within thirty feet, basically. Okay. Within thirty feet, I'm probably more than forty-five feet away. <clears throat> I'd have to run up and. I'm just going to, uh, from here, take out one of my throwing darts and throw that. Okay, what's the range on that? 30 feet. Oh, I'm not within 30 feet, am I? Yeah. No. Yeah. Is that the minimum range? What's the full range? I don't know. Darts. <laughs> darts. darts. Are, it's not a very long range, and then darts. I don't think. It's like yeah. 25. Or I don't know about you, I can fucking check It's fine. I'm just going range. to. Um, it's 20 60, so it's 60 foot long oh, range. You could, you could throw With disadvantage. With disadvantage, but then advantage. and then it's stunned, which is advantage, and it's prone, uh, so it's disadvantage. But guiding bolts, it's advantage, so it's no, just a regular roll. I'm gonna, Fair. I'm gonna wait for not for that guiding bolt with advantage. I'm okay. just going to uh, run towards the cart. Okay. Go away! Go away! Go away! Oh, hey, Bo. <laughs> just me, you guys. All right, Caleb, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to back up five feet away, and as I do so, I'm going to pull some bat shit out of one pocket and some sulfur in the other and slap them together, yeah. and then stick my hands out and cast a fireball at it. Ooh. Oh, shit! Ooh. It's the first fireball that came yeah. Shit, sulfur. It all, yeah, it's a different kind. Oh, yeah, it's a deck save, but he's stunned. So and I imagine uh, he's not, not going to do too well. He's still he's prone. Still no, that was the end of both. Oh, that was the end of both turn. You're right. Yeah, so he gets to shake prone. It off. But he's prone. So uh, that, yeah. Oof. <laughs> Drop the fucking. Yeah, that just consumes him. Uh, so he has disadvantage. Deck save. 
Mm. No, prone doesn't give any doesn't give any changes to uh, okay. dexterity. Uh, so that's a, a natural five minus one for so his dexterity. No, that is a no. Okay. <laughs> so eight d six fire damage to him. Ooh. I like a fireball. <laughs> Uh, it's a total of 16 fire damage. You just came naked riding a fireball. <laughs> you guys watch oh, as no. Caleb stands out, this like tiny bead of red energy quietly streaks over and then oh. just detonates in this loud explosion that just kind of rocks the center of the ravine. It echoes out through the mountainous area. And uh, as the flames die down, you can see the Etten on the ground like, it's like outside is now charred and burnt. It looks very, very hurt. It's still alive. <laughs> did I go yeah. five feet back from where I was? You did. Okay, I feel very caffeinated right now. Caffeinated. Okay. <laughs> I believe you did. Okay. Okay. Uh, that ends Caleb's go. Caduceus, you're up. Um, fine. Am I within sixty feet of the uh, of the guy on the ground? You were the one that's the guy far, the far away. Like not him? No, you were not. You were more than that away. I, there's no way I can get within sixty feet. You think you're within him. sixty feet? Uh, I'm going to tell the horses to woe. Um, How do you do that? No, uh, he won't. Even at his full like 30 foot movement, he'll be just beyond the 60 foot range. Um, I'm going to tell the horses to woe. Okay. Um, they slow down. I'm going to tell my beetles to keep munching on that guy who's on the ground. And they do. They begin to like, consume the eyes and the ears and whatever. Like Immediately, soft, available flesh is there. The beetles just begin to just die in a heart. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna hold my. Uh, actually, can I? What is my? Uh, just because I'm so sorry. This is a new spell I'm learning. Um, um, God, stop, stop. There we go. Um, that's the. Uh, I'm gonna hold um, channel divinity until he's within the one on the ground's within 30 feet of me. But I'm gonna woe the horses and and hold hold a divin channel divinity until I, the, there's a. Okay. Creature within 30 feet. That ends your turn. It is now the Etten's turn. The Etten. Oh, I'm going to move to the front of the cart, too, so I'm right there with the next to everybody. Okay, so you've moved over to this oh, yeah. position there. Yeah. yeah. Just raise this small stroke. Um, We're all. Yeah. The Etten gets up, <clears throat> sees the beetles eating his ally. One head goes, <laughs> the other goes, <laughs> let's see. Nope. They go, <clears throat> pick up one weapon, pick up the other. <laughs> and just bolt away. Book just us. just book it out of here. Self-preservation has no, kicked in. If no one does anything else, I will send another fireball 150 feet. It just starts running away. Years. That is uh, an 11 minus one does not make its oh next dexterity save. God. It's running up the mountains and like, mm, 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 looking over its shoulder like. How do you want to do this? Because I have such an easy target at his back, I give a little bit of a curveball to it and I make the fireball oh, nice. beam of red go. <laughs> and just uh, erupt about 15 feet back and just burn the backside. You watch as it laughs and laughs, and in the distance, and just pieces go. <laughs> it, yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> this is like cartoon, like. 
Like <laughs> yep. Yeah, the wind just yeah, blows past you guys. 25 feet away. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah, okay. Those fireworks kind of raveled. Upper Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, not great. Oh, no. Uh, but at least we're not under attack. Uh, a 10. 10. Says so you're all like, oh, that was incredible. You look back at Caleb still standing there, hands extended. Oh, I'm going to, over to, I'm going to walk Caleb. over. Exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, you're huge. And I just pick Caleb up and throw him over my shoulder. <laughs> what happens? Is it large still in place if I'm out of it? Yeah, you're still concentrating cool. on the spell. I'm, I'm Unless you choose otherwise. No. Cast Cure Wounds on, on, on Caleb as he's walking by in the state. Not you want to get on the other actually, shoulder? Actually, yes. hold on. Okay. Does stun break yes. concentration? I imagine it would. I would think. Yeah, so. So, Bo, you pick up, go to pick up Caleb as you do your form. Shrinks down. <laughs> Still pretty. <loud. laughs> but he's he's a he's a he's a wispy fella. You f- you're over your shoulder. Fireman's carry. Caleb. Squat that. You could probably still curl knot while holding Caleb. Oh, you're pretty. You're yeah. pretty strong. Why are you shaking so well, much? Well, at least very. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm also. I'm gonna go over and cast decompose on that one. That's. That's. Uh, see what pops out. So. All right. So as you watch over out. and, and uh, cast decompose, what? the uh, the the beetles have made rather quick work of all of the the eyes and sure. and elements of, of softer flesh. And as you cast decompose, you watch as the body kind of softens a bit, and the 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 gaps in the back where the the rigid structure had kind of left air between itself and the ground kind of come to close as the body slaws a bit off of its tightened structure. You watch quickly as, where normally it was very rocky terrain, bits of green begin to emerge. Vines seem to almost slowly wrap up over parts of its dead form, and within bits of the wounds that you guys had left in it from your various uh, hacks and attacks against its body, you see bits of reddish fungus begin to just pop out and just fill Fill the various wounds. Nothing too intense. It begins the process. I'm just gonna take a handful and give it a smell. Mm. Look at that. He's useful now. That's good. That's so good. Blood fungus. Oh, I'm gonna go anything, get back on the cart. Is there anything on the giant's body worthy <laughs> of stealing? Make an investigation. Oh shape. man, dig your fingers into it. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, you loot. You loot through his body. You find eight gold pieces, thirty-four silver pieces, okay. and half of an eaten goat that was just dangling from the back of its its belt. Hey, I'll, I'll take that. Goat, goat meat is a goat meat's yeah, great. Yeah. Well, it's great when it's fresh. This is. This is you know. There's a you can smell the kind of week of ripening that this oh, half goat there's has. There's a lot been. of medieval cooking that requires me to get a little gang- gamey. I'm yeah, just saying. Sometimes I, it improves. Lick off some of the beetles off of the goat meat. That's mine. Yeah. The, the beetles eventually yeah. recoil back into the staff. <laughs> All right. Oh, so cool. So, you guys gather yourselves back up into the cart. Keeping a very close eye on the rest of the walls of this gorge as you continue your journey, you push beyond this brief encounter. So, it's about four and a half days of travel to Nicodranas. From here? Question. From here. Jesus, we're going half across you're tra- the world. You're traveling a long way, man. Jeez. How long did it take for Caleb to come out of that? Uh, it took about a minute. A minute. I should probably stop doing that. Uh, I'm kidding, because you don't know. 
Okay. I'm gonna say you don't know. Okay. Okay. Let's go catch the cart. You guys rush up and hop into the cart, continuing your journey. Uh, for this next day or so, Caduceus, make a mm. perception check for me, please. With advantage? Thank you. With advantage, with Jester's aid, yes. yes. Let's try a new die. Uh, that's, oh, that's not bad. That's uh, uh, 17, that'll do. All righty. Keeping an eye out, you peruse the interior of the gorge for the remainder of its length. Eventually, the mountain gives way towards the end of your day's journey. You don't notice anything waiting in the wings on par of what you had seen before. There are some mountain wolves that kind of wander down in a pack that notice your presence but don't seem to bother. They tend to avoid the main road at this point. Um, eventually, you make your way past the dry rocky plains just as the sun begins to set. You can see to the left of you the Ashkeeper peaks that continue to curl off to the horizon, uh, the hills growing taller and more uh, scattered across the plain in front of you to where you can't see beyond the first set. Uh, but the landscape seems to be dipping a bit beyond that, so each hill itself marks the horizon ahead of you for however long you have to travel. So, first night rest as you were keeping watch. No major issue. As the morning comes to you, all begin to wake up to the sound of approaching hoofprints. So, uh, um, I'd say I thought I had earlier uh, a point of order. Um, the first time I did the hut, it was uh, bright orange, but I've learned that I can control that. So, through experimentation, I would say if we were ever in a field of grass, the hut would be the color as close as Caleb could get it to the grass. It wouldn't be mottled or anything. It would be still slightly abnormal because it would be one solid color. If we're in a stony area, I would try to match the gray. Just something I add to my routine. Easy enough. So, as you guys come to and kind of wake up off of the side of the main path, you glance over to the right, and uh, you can see from the sound of, of, of hoofprints what appear to be uh, two carts 30 or 40 feet off to the side, heading up the road. Uh, at the front, you see uh, a, I wouldn't say cloaked, but hooded man, kind of with a head wrap that falls into a scarf over one shoulder, uh, kind of a long gray and gold set of like comfortable travel robes. So to the front, who's just kind of just looking over in your direction. In the back of the cart, you see what look to be numerous sizes of metallic cages of some kind. Mm. Are there people in them? Make perception check. It's a zoo, it's a traveling zoo. 19. 19. No people, you do see a number of creatures. It's little animals. It's a traveling zoo. What kind of creatures? Maybe it's a petting zoo. Uh, at this distance, you can see uh, what appear to be a number of small, feathered, winged creatures on perches in the inside of one cage. Um, and you can see uh, what looks to be uh, on the back cart, just from this from this distance, you can't make out too much from this. You can see what looks to be two small uh, furred creatures that are both kind of circling each other in the cage in the back. Let's go take a look. Is he stopped or is he moving? He's moving, just kind of glancing over and noticing this weird kind of green dome off to the side. Just... Good day. Do you emerge from the from the dome? Mm-hmm. Morning. Good morning. Do you have animals in there? Yes. Did you? Are they nice? 
They are very nice, they are very young, and they are ripe for finding someone who would wish to give them the attention and training they deserve. <gasps> oh, wait, 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 can we pet them? No, but you may look to purchase if you are interested. Okay, okay. I run over. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. Look yeah, to yeah, purchase, yeah. Jester, just look. <laughs> I gotta see this, I'm getting up. I, I go over as well. You all begin to walk over. As you all begin to approach, he's like, <laughs> pulls in the reins and the horse is kind of come to a stop. And you look, and it's it's one man. This gentleman, as you approach, he uh, uh, he's heavier set with uh, very tan, kind of just sun weathered skin. Uh, kind of the folds of his neck just barely peering past the the wrap over his his neck. But he seems relatively positive and jolly when you approach. He has this kind of smile, and his uh, his eyes are are very welcoming. Um, there are two other figures that are walking alongside the carts that appear to be uh, keepers that are just keeping an eye on the creatures, and you can see there are a number of small bags and things that contain food and uh, general means of keeping these animals. And as you approach and look, these animals are kept in fairly good conditions. They're not, they don't look abused or anything, they're just being brought. Um, he, as they're stopping the horse, steps off, pulls back the, the wrap from his head, and it's just a smooth, bald head with a little bit of stubble coming in around the sides. You can see he's kind of mostly gone bald on top. He smiles. Well, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Kestif Drudi. I, I am a I am a handler of of creatures of, of fantastical possible talent, and uh, we travel along these routes to find homes for these majestic creatures. <laughs> if you are looking to purchase, we can give you a a quick view of our wares. Yes, Say Drudi. Yeah, Kestif Drudi. I'm so excited for a show. By the way, Caleb uh, has stayed behind. He has no interest. He's keeping the hut up and petting his own uh, cat okay. uh, and watching. I'm, I'm stay uh, far, far back, just watching from a hidden position. Kestif, where are you uh, coming from? Where are you heading? Oh, well, uh, I'd previously been traveling from Port de Molly and making our way from uh, Port Town, Port Town. Uh, we had just left from uh, Nicodranas and are making our way upwards, hopefully to Rexentrum, with the various uh, creatures we have. You might not want to go that way. Ooh. There's a lot of guards blocking the entrance into the Empire. Why would they block it? There's a war going on, didn't you know? I heard about that, but I did not want commerce. Well, you're going to probably get rustled a bit, but I'm sure they'll let you in eventually. We carry nothing illegal. We have been very particular to make sure that the creatures we bring across are within the legalities of the Empire. Um, should not be a problem, but appreciate the warning. What kind of animals do you ever want one? Well, and giving a, a display, uh, the two other uh, helpers begin opening one cage in the far back, and you can see the two creatures that pull on the side as they walk over with two uh, very young tiger cubs. <gasps> Uh, orange and white with black stripes across their back. These are twin cubs, um, the last of their litter that were uh, given birth to, not but uh, about six weeks before. No. Twin cubs. No. No. If you would like to make a home for either of these, they are 70 gold apiece, or if you want to buy them as a pair, merely. One hundred and twenty gold. Just one girl, two cubs. Sweet tiger cubs uh, into Sam, that. Would like, Sam, would you like an animal companion? Is there anything we can't, can't sell? Well, like? I should probably <laughs> hold them the to see if they will like me or not. But of course, here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> takes one cub and hands it to you. 
Um, and they look like they'd, they'd woken up not long before, and they're kind of like <laughs> big, God. big, big paws that are kind of oversized for their physicality. Kind of hands the other one over to you, and as it hands the other one over, this one gets like climbing up your shoulder, gets a little rambunctious, uh-huh. and it's kind of across your the back They're and so shoulder area. And you're kind of this. I mean, should we have some tigers? <laughs> <laughs> should we have some? Tigers? They look very happy with you. I'm really happy with them. I, I, what per, else do perhaps, you perhaps there is something else. Caleb is very judgmentally petting his <laughs> head. <laughs> what else do you have, though? Uh, we have a. Uh, Jamila, who is in need of a home and some care, and points over to another cage, and you can see uh, an older baboon. Um, you, can, you can see kind of like the orangish-red fur fading to gray. Uh, it, it, it looks older, you can see kind of the drooping skin. It has one arm up holding onto a branch in the cage and looks over and it's like, is he nice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, well, she uh, she is uh, unique. Maybe a bit of a big personality, but overall, uh, very useful. This is and what you're uh, she sucks. How much is she, though? Uh, Forty-five gold for her. Well, I could probably get all three. What else do you have? <laughs> we have. And turns sleep spell. And you can see uh, one of the helpers is uh, two of the helpers have gone into the, the one of the larger cages and pulled out on these like leather cords that they keep kind of wrapped around a finger with these little loops that are affixed to the legs of these three uh, smaller kind of parrot-like birds. This is a blue dollop and kind of sets it over onto the edge there. On my horn. On, on, on the horn. Okay. Uh, this is a purple feather joppy and hands it over to you. This is a yellow-white correct, and the third bird is placed over onto your other hand. These uh, run about twenty. Uh, no, these are fifteen gold pieces a piece oh, for I these birds. Like, no, thank you. Really. Those hard shell drops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're basically free. I mean, yeah. Takes like the cubs you. from you. And puts them back in the cage. <laughs> we also have and points over to an owl. Oh, you see an, an owl, a large owl in one of the far back cages that is kind of just like curled up. You can see in the daylight, it's kind of like it, it, it's not, it's now hitting the end of its, of its uh, conscious cycle. And the head kind of. <laughs> it just stays in the cage. Uh, the owl is 20 gold pieces. And you hear this like. From the back cage, and you can see this this like vibrant green peacock that is in one of the oh, their back the parts. And you see it kind of like yeah. sitting in the cage. Bastards, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're dicks. Yeah, they are but it's kind of sitting there in the cage, kind of. Yeah, but <laughs> the peacock will run you forty gold pieces to purchase. Uh, we have in that cage over there, and you see this like long branch that's kind of twisted up in the side, and you. Uh, he's not the one. Come on, show yourself. And he takes a little stick out the side and kind of pokes the, the log, and you see up on the log this tiny kind of crimson-colored weasel. This long weasel creature. This is a crimson weasel. Um, <laughs> you can make him a little mask. Yeah, this and is be uh, the crimson. Make the crimson weasel. Is <laughs> it twenty gold pieces for the crimson weasel? Wait, I need to hold the weasel. I'm thinking about buying the weasel. They go ahead and take the bird off of your yeah. horn. I mean, retrieve the other birds off of Bo and take them back in the cage. Two birds for that owl. Can I hold the owl? 
I goes over and opens the owl <laughs> cage, <laughs> gets a heavy leather glove on. Yeah, I feel like I'm really holding these animals. So. Gets a heavy leather glove on and then reaches into to get the owl and it kind of takes about three or four minutes to eventually nudge it to get onto the arm and the owl's just like fucking not having any of it and it's like, no. Nah, nah. Wait, if you buy the yeah, owl, I buy a weasel. Is your owl going to eat my weasel? Would the owl eat the weasels? No. There is a reason we keep them in separate cages, yes. Well, could we teach them to be friends? That is up to you. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot guarantee success in this endeavor, but you are welcome to try. Being a natural predator of the crimson weasel, I would not recommend it, but it is your purchase. I kind of like a challenge. Mm. That's going to be a dead pet. I don't want him to eat my weasel, though. Mm. Can I hold it? How many times? Brings the weasel over. <laughs> There is another leather leash I'm, on the weasel. You, hands it over to him. The weasel kind of climbs up your arm. Immediately, it hits you. The smell is not pleasant, but not terrible either. It's just definitely, definitely a smell of of creature. That's the best way I can describe it. Kind of like a mix between nut and Caleb. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost it's almost citrusy, but like Ooh. fermented citrus. Um, Similar to like a ferret smell, kind of, um, but it, it makes its way up the arm and kind of like curls up and nestles into you. It's pretty soft. Uh-huh. Um, we have one one more. Uh, this uh, this is a trained uh, creature because we have to train them initially, or we cannot keep it with us. Um, turns around and uh, pulls out the side a tiny little puppy. It's like a soft kind of brown Go puppy with a bit of full. What are you doing? And, and pulls are you it up. This one is 100 gold pieces. What did it do? What does it drink with you? Yeah, well, it is trained to to stay within its cage because when it gets excited and it, it pulls it over towards you and the tail kind of wags and then it vanishes from his hand and then appears blink in the ground dog, next blink, to you. Fucking blink dog! I mean, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> appears in the ground next to you and is like, and kind of curls up and starts like nibbling shit. on your boot. How much is this one? This is 100 gold. 100 gold? For a cute blinky dog? Uh, is the is the uh, the owl the natural predator of blink dogs? No, or the, the, owl... dog, the dog is too large. The dog will get larger. I will warn you. It will gets the dog too... eat the owl? No. Uh, probably not. How unless much it... for the dog and the owl? I want the I want the dog for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's a bird of prey that you have to wear a glove to dog, handle. How awesome is that? What do you the do tiger. <laughs> how much is the how weasel the again? How, how much is the weasel? The uh, crimson weasel is 20 gold pieces. The, 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 the blink okay, puppy well. is 100 gold pieces. Talus and the Caduceus have very awesome. conflicting feelings right now. Tiger we should split the dog and we can have a pet together and you can room with us whenever we go anywhere. Mm, okay, yeah. And then you can get I've never been so disappointed to a and make sure he doesn't take my weasel. Definitely getting the weasel. We're going to get the weasel too. Okay, here's my question What do we do with all these animals? <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very good question. We're going to get them, but what do we do with them? Why did you put this yeah. in front of us, Matt? I know. Why? Uh, you know exactly why. Because it's funny. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, well, we could get them and just figure it out as we, we go. We could figure it out. Yeah. We'll yeah. have pets. Okay. You're going to lose that puppy. It's going to blink itself off a cliff, and you're never going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be devastated. No, that blink dog is cool. Just watch it. You guys all right? The this, first this, this all on the level. I'm, I'm just going like, to check with the animals and everything's copacetic. Uh, yeah, make a nature check. Yeah. That's true. 
Twelve. Twelve. Looking over all of them, all the animals are, are well kept. I well mean, treated. I asked them, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you asked them. Yeah, I know. I just is, asked them. It, yeah. so we, we, we are very particular to make sure the creatures are well kept and like, comfortable, well, well fed, and are of the utmost quality of presentation. Do These the are not to seem like they're cool with this too. I was talking to the animals, but I'm oh, you were talking to the animals. I'm sorry. That's all right. Think okay. How effective an animal companion was when you were a ranger, uh, and now you, can, you have you can none express of information to yeah. them. The best that you can make out from them. Uh, they're not freaking out at me. No, or they're not. They're, they're, you know, they're enjoying the fresh air. Sure. All right. A bit and the attention. Sure. Uh, mostly, the owl doesn't want to fucking deal with any of you. I feel that. Is the uh, owl on me? I have the owl. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm hold. Do I have the glove on? Just do I have the dope glove. No, he didn't give me the glove. Oh, he didn't give me the glove. No. I just have him. Take it though. You're but I've got, I've got my wraps. Yeah, like wraps on. Well, you have your bracers. And I have awesome bracers. He's Talon in the forearm. Let's just be honest. Does he look cool in my in my bracers? It, it he looks, looks as cool. What's he kind of like all the time? Yeah, right? Is he, yeah. Do what? Can I pet? Can Make I pet? an animal handling check. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, oh god! It's gonna eye. eat mine. It's revenge for all the times Dagon bit us. That's cock. Yeah, we're all good. Damn it! Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you go to pet it, and like you, as, as your hand gets close, it kind of like rears back and opens its beak a bit, and you're like, and you go and pet it, and kind of like. The eyes squint very tightly, and then eventually gets like. Squinches. Yeah, squinches. And the feathers kind of furl up a little bit, and it tends to poof. It seems like it's it's enjoying it begrudgingly, like it's really trying not to, but it's like, oh, this does feel good. Oh, we're so much alike. You should have it and just have it keep it keep him on your shoulder all Maybe the time. Yeah, I can like train him to like fly and come back to me and like just be like cool. Now, yeah. Bo, you know a pet is a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that this is happening. I just want you to understand: you're gonna have to feed it, take yeah. care of it, okay. clean up after it. I know, Ford. And I take out a little metal wire and I add this conversation and say, you are responsible for this animal's stealth checks. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you are not interested, please let us know we do have trouble. No, no, together. no, I want the weasel. I want the owl. Weasel. I will already. You're leaving the yes. and we're gonna get 20, the 20 gold pieces from each of you. You're leaving, the, sweet, you're leaving the puppy bar? No, we're going to get the dog. And we're going to split the cost of the dog. All right. Oh, that is 140 gold total. Okay, okay. So that's. This is so many. <laughs> this is like my dog. That's 70 goldie. Oh, no, 660 goldie. Do it. No, no, wait, hold on. No, it's 120, it's 24, so it's 140. So it is 70 gold. Yeah, He's going to make a giant alligator so happy. Can we, get a, can we start a pool about which animal dies first? Weasel. Or lost. Just lost. Weasel. Weasel. So. This is my, in my daughter's campaign of eight year olds. All the girls are like, can I have a pet? It's just like that. Yeah. These two. Yeah. You yeah. did this. Yeah. You did this. Yeah, I did. All right, so Jester has a crimson weasel. I have a weasel! Uh, the name of my dope owl, what's he called? That's whatever you, whatever you want to call him. But what's his, like his breed? What's his, what's he uh, called? A white owl, he's a barn owl? No, 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 he'd be, he'd be more, more akin, he'd be more akin to, visually, to a great horned owl, except for, except for because it's it comes from a more, uh, more temperate region here on the Menagerie Coast. Uh, the feathers are more light, the body is less like, you know, large and it's more elongated and thin. The tail feathers are a little longer and the uh, the, the the beak itself uh, has a very, very sharp 
like more than than usual sharpened. Right. <laughs> 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 it's got a tattoo on his left wing. You watch it. You watch as it pulls him. It's like it's just Icarus tattooed on his spider web. All right, so that's 140 gold away. And uh, this, I'm going to warn you. This puppy is rambunctious and. Uh, well, as he's making a transaction, he's not going to tell you after the fact, like a tool. He's going to be like, um, You must be diligent and begin to train it to know who is home. Or else you lose it. So begin training it now. What should we name him? Oh no! I, I, I don't know. What do we name him? Too much. Nugget. Like, I'm not against it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nugget. Nugget the blink dog. <laughs> All right. So mark that somewhere. You have your crimson Nugget. weasel. You have your owl. What, what about the yeah, the owl and the weasel? I'll kind of think about it. Nothing is more important than this. There's no rush. Thank you very much for your <laughs> comments. If there is no other purchases, we will continue our journey northward. Nugget. Good luck to you. We well, are you home. as well, Pope Fred. Mm. All right, up the top. Everyone gets back into the carts, puts the rest of the creatures away. And can we feed them? Yeah, oh, we're going to feed it. <laughs> can we go, Can we get a carrying crate? <laughs> the carts kind of roll to a stop, and one of the hands comes over, and uh, it's kind of like a younger woman, the one who's been kind of helping with the, with the birds, comes over with like, two small satchels. One hands it to you, and it is filled with uh, about 10. Uh, dried out rat corpses. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, Don't let not find that. The the other one is filled with what looks to be like bits, like, like bits of dried jerky and dried fruit. Is for, that for the dog or for the, the dog weasel? and or the weasel? The face on the And then the cart continues northward and is out of your periphery. Are you double guns like weasel and dog? I got weasel up here, dog right here. <laughs> What's his name? Poof? Nugget? Nugget. And we are home. We are home. Always blink to us. Make an animal handling check on the blink dog. Oh Please. god, he's gonna like just blink away immediately and then. <laughs> and it's gone. Into a tree. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. 12. 12? Okay. Be cruel, Matt. Do it. <laughs> blinks out of your hand. Oh no. And you feel this weight up in your horns. And you look over and see it's like slipping off of her horn, trying to hold on. It's just like its hind legs are kicking up, trying to get leverage. We got you. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna love him. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) We have a dog. What the fuck did we just do? I don't know. Why did we do this? I don't know. This This was like a red bear person. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got goldfish. If you guys are wandering back, Caleb is giving Jester the vaguest stink eye as he scratches Frumpkin's head. Nice. We have a pet. On the we plus have side. another pet. That is super. <laughs> Good as for one you. Of these animals runs away, will actually be nine of us. That's that's really exciting. Hey. <laughs> Why do you bring up the number of people in the party? I mean, just the name of the the group is kind of a thing. What do you mean? You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I've never really thought about it. Mm. All right. <laughs> As you guys, four. no apartment is letting us in now. Ever. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nothing in the valley coming to your attention. All right. So as you guys gather your supplies and continue southward along the road, to for the sake of brevity, 
We'll say for the next few days, you travel relatively uneventful, passing the odd uh, traveler and or uh, messenger riding their way up or past you at a much faster speed. To your left, you can see the uh, the massive green jungle. Uh, the, this like, tangled jungle forest to the east that consumes the base of the Ashkeeper Peaks all the way just out of sight to the horizon, known as the uh, Kuoraska. The Kuoraska jungle. Uh, the fields and hills you follow grow darker and more dense with greenery. The sky is more clear and a more vibrant blue than you're used to in the northern lands and the gray skies of the Empire. You follow the road over a series of rising hills until you eventually crest the tallest, your eyes catching a beautiful, and for some of you, an entirely new sight. Beneath the cloudless blue, the horizon comes to meet an endless stretch of deep cerulean, scattered with thousands of tiny sparkling lights, the sunlight dancing across the distant waves, giving the illusion of a million scattered diamonds glinting across what is the Lucidian Ocean. To your left, the dark green of the Kuaraska jungle still dominates the countryside along the Ashkeeper Peaks, the now hundreds of miles of lush, tangled vine canopy stretching to the shore and stopping at the southern cliffs and beaches that give way into the endless waters. A warm breeze blows from the south as the faint scent of salt water tickles your nose. Due just south of your hilltop, southwest, the road continues to wind through the green hills and patchwork rocky mounds dotted with trees and overgrowth, eventually leading to a rather large city that sits on the coast. Dozens of boats large enough to see even at this distance cluster around the bays and docks. While the colorful rooftops and towers vary in height and design, giving an eclectic visual of a jumble of cultures having built this space without unified vision. To Ford, this is a familiar sight. And to Jester, this is home. Welcome to the Menagerie Coast mm. and the port city of Nicodronas. And that's where we'll finish tonight's oh, episode. Yeah! Plus three. Plus three animals. Not <laughs> one. Took 30 minutes Maybe to go patch out. Very special episode. <laughs> Why we did we do that? Oh, I did that. No, we're going to have to think of a short. name. We got 10 extra it. legs now. Yeah, here, have some Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I really want an over/under on how how long it takes to lose one of those fucking. No, don't Two. let Caleb doesn't like the blink dog, but keep the blink dog because Liam loves it. Keep the blink dog. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I want you to know you one of those. Oh yeah, no, not least one. Not not now has like a full-on Alf dynamic with some of these creatures. <laughs> like I'm pretty excited about that. Alf, please don't eat the blink dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's fun. I'm, I'm excited to pick up in a couple weeks, guys. I know. I know. We'll be, we'll be back for the main story and the the experience of the arrival at Nicodranas, uh, the first week of September, the first Thursday of September. Uh, next week, however, we do have the awesome Liam O'Brien running uh, one shot with these three wonderful folks, with uh, Laura, Travis, and Sam. And uh, and two fantastic guests joining for that. So check it out next week, uh, yeah, Thursday. Next week is also the premiere of Handbook for Helper. Right? Yeah. Next Wednesday, right? Wednesday. What Wednesday? A lot going on here. A lot going on here. Ramping up, getting all of our stuff in the can. And our best wishes to you three as you disappear into the desert. Yes. Thanks very much.
Yeah. Very necessary reset button. Work hard. So hard. Play hard. Don't don't put your dick in the peanut butter too much. Well, no, you always say yes. Oh, that's right. Not to that camp. I passed that camp. I said no. Peanut butter and playa dust, though. Yeah, that's not doing it. But anyway. It's the PB and J cart. Yeah. It works fine. It's a nice cart. Yeah. In your mouth. You eat like a fourth of a cup of playa dust at the end of that week. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, it becomes part of your bloodstream at that point. Anyway, guys. Have a wonderful week. We love you. And is it Thursday yet? Can I? No, it's not. You fucking got pets. Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever-weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next time.